And now, it's time to grab a cup of coffee, sit back in your Lazy Boy, and take a trip into the great outdoors. Get ready for your up-to-the-minute fishing report from every piece of water on the First Coast. Here's the three guys with salt water in their veins and big fish in their dreams. Sports Radio 930. Good morning, Northeast Florida. Good morning, Captain Roger Walker. Good morning. How are you? Man, I'm stellar. Stellar? Stellar. Absolutely stellar. Good morning, Captain George Strait. Good morning, my friends. How are we doing today? Well, George, I'm doing okay. Um, I thought now that that you're an employee and and you're going (laughs) to be joining us as... uh, as the third host, that you know, maybe a little he'll, Starbucks for me this morning. He'll try to uh, he'll try to boss you around. You know, a Danish you know. maybe. Don't, don't pay any yeah. attention. To I it. like Danish, Jordan. What were you talking about? I, a sausage biscuit would have been fine. Any of those things. I mean, things. it's Captain Bly over here. You know don't I mean? even pay yeah, attention I'll, to you know, him. Anything I mean, you say goes right over his head. Yeah. Oh, everything. <laughs> oh, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Good morning, Cap. How we doing? Doing really good, sir. I'm excited about this. This is going to be a lot of fun. It is going to be really a, lot a lot of fun. fun. We look we look forward to it. Yeah. Uh, Hey, did you get your new shirts? <laughs> what? <laughs> you got your shirts, right? Your Florida Sportsman shirts. Uh, yeah, I got them. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I got oh, you, you hadn't got them? Uh, he'll left, get them to you. I'm they, sure he'll I left them in my other suit. Oh, well, uh, he'll, he'll, get, he'll get them to you, That's George. it. Once again, Captain Roger Walker, I owe you a huge debt of gratitude. Oh, no, what um, I do this time. Our, uh, oh, God, this is going to be ugly. Um, <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be driving out to um, Biloxi here in a couple of hours. Um, yes. Pulling another brand new kayak, Atta, baby. that that, uh, <laughs> that you uh, you guided us to uh, in the Brian Dingman Junior Angler Tournament. The Junior what a, what a tournament! You know, hats off to Don he, and his crew over there, all the volunteers that put that on. It was a great tournament. It, 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 golly, it is. We we stunk and, a little bit, but I mean, I mean, we still finished. 10th. Come on, Roger, we finished ten. We got three yeah. years, George. We finished in the top ten all three years. Can't beat it, and that's, that's only ninety seven percent, Roger. Uh, I, I, yeah. <laughs> But it, but I, you know, I worked hard and I just couldn't. And we caught a fish at eight o'clock in the morning. Oh yeah, and you know, and that's the one at one tenth and and oh, took wow. the kayak. So yeah. I'm going, and we got two kids though, George. Oh <laughs> you yeah. Know? Okay, so one kid is really happy right now, and one is waiting his How turn. Come I haven't got mine yet. Yeah. Well, and and we were we were in the trough on the north side of Nassau Sound yep. up on the beach by ourselves. Ooh. Everybody a, else was unusual. back. Yeah. Everybody else was back working the the side of the bar, yeah. you know, to the south. And I mean, we we were marking bait. Looked marking good. plenty of bait. Looked great. Looked water, great. We caught a fish. Better there than it did back at the bar where the boys were fishing. Well, I thought it was the opposite, but it still was well, plenty good enough to fish. Yeah. Later, yeah. and when we come, later when right. it pushed You're back. Right. You're yeah. right. It was later that it but pushed it, up. But it was. I mean, everything was right, it, and we just kept. Not catching another fish, not getting another bite, and I'm going, man, come on, just one. I got, I got someplace I really, 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 oh, by the way, really want to go. Yeah. And as soon as I caught a second fish, I was out of there, and yeah. I couldn't catch a second fish here. Oh man. Ten till twelve, we bugged out and went offshore and caught another fish. You know, more. if if and there was no, dis- and George, a fantastic thing about this tournament, and I wish more tournaments would learn from what Don's doing with this. I understand that a boat, motor, and trailer is a great first prize. Okay, sure. I understand that, mm-hmm. and I understand that you need your your picture of your contender on your on your posters, you know, to get everybody to join your tournament. But when you can involve the most number of people in the prize structure, that's what oh, brings they're, back they're, so many exactly people. Exactly right. Well, in Don's tournament, every kid that catches a fish 
All right, wins at least a rod and reel. Oh, wow. Well, I mean, by the way, just, there was 90. There 90 were 90 kids. 90 kids caught yeah. fish. Wow. 127 checked out, 90 caught fish. That's incredible. Yeah. That's how good the fishing was. But, I mean, just the the fact that, that you can, you know, the kids know that uh, it's right there waiting for them. They just oh, got to catch a fish. That's, that's you know, incredible. Mm-hmm. That's it's just, fantastic. But my daggum grandkids have gotten so spoiled because <laughs> now, now, <laughs> three, why. now three years with Roger, they've finished fourth, first, and tenth, you know, out of the, out of, out of the group. But the only disappointing part was we go to a spot offshore that, that, that Roger's got and we get a good bite, and it's a good bite, and he's cooking a, yeah. a hit of eel. And I don't know if there was something wrong with the fish. I don't know what it was. Covered plenty of territory, made plenty of runs, did all this. Went in. I saw his head. He's a nice fish, good fish. Gaffed him, waiting for him to be 18, 19 pounds. He was 12. Well, He had the he body was, yeah. of, a, of a little tiny long. It looked like a snake. I it mean, was just crazy. a little tiny he long skinny fish. He was long, too. Yeah. yeah. Oh God! Uh, he was as long, almost as long as the twenty-four that we had. But he <laughs> had high hopes. I mean, you know, he did. He gave it his all. There's he, no he doubt. He did give it his you all. Know, there's all. no no doubt about that. He made a great run, you know, and uh, he had good weight. He was foul hooked, of course, but he he uh, he he had good weight, you know. And I'm on, show, I, yeah. I got him on a heavier rod, and I'm looking at the at uh, Bryce fighting him, and I'm going, yeah, this this is gonna be okay. This, yeah, this is our fish. And it's five till two, and we got to be in by three, you know. And we're <laughs> we're thirty five minutes away, and I'm going, you know, this might be the last opportunity. So it, and it was, but uh, got that little snake in. God, I couldn't That's believe wild. it. I couldn't believe it. I, no, no, I, I, I thought could. he was going to be eighteen twenty anyway. Yeah, I couldn't either. You know, Roger, things changed um, in the state of Florida this week. Uh, Carl Wickstrom passed away. Yes, he did. Oh, wow. Um, mm-hmm. And um, I've got a tough job. I've been asked to officiate his funeral. Really? Yeah. Oh, that I, you and, know that's something that you. My hats off to you there. That that is a tough job. That's a tough job. He's he was a giant. And and George, I have said a thousand times, I wish they would quit roller netting kingfish when they were roller netting kingfish. Oh yeah. And then I said I wish that they would quit power heading the party grounds. And then I said, you know, I'll pick a pick a cause. I had something to say about it. I wish they'd reduce the lower on cobia, lower reduce the limit on cobia. I wish all these things. Carl Wickstrom, single handedly, he and Ted Forsgren, I should say, passed the net ban because they didn't like the situation with Gil Netting Mullet. Yeah, there's there's a lot of difference in what you say and what you do. What you do, right? Do you understand what I'm saying? Right. Carl Wickstrom showed his love of the Florida outdoors by getting it done, you know, yeah. and, and, and Florida's going to miss him terribly. Um, man of huge integrity. It was so funny. When I went to work with, with uh, Florida sportsman many years ago, Carl hired me, and the first rule he told me was, I don't ever want to see you going to lunch with the writers. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, Okay. You know, a couple of the writers, the editors, the editors are my You friends. should be really skinny now because you're a writer. <laughs> hey, I mean, I'm just thinking. Yeah. Here. Well, here was his thinking. He did not want the editors writing about a product that oh, yeah. I was trying to sell advertising yeah, to. No, yeah. That's the that. kind of integrity that the man had. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I know I'm personally going to miss him, and I know Florida's going to miss him 
a lot. Yeah, because no uh, doubt about it. He's he's gotten a lot of great things done for our state. But uh, I'm I'm um, honored and humbled to be uh, conducting that service. Certainly not looking forward to it. But uh, are uh, you going to be leading the service? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's, Man, that's a big that, honor. That's, 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 that's a, a big, big responsibility. That's, yeah. yeah, that's a tough one. It is a tough but, one. But uh, I was I was a little afraid I'd get that phone call, and when I looked down at the phone and saw who it was, I went, well, you should answer. oh, God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I said, yeah, that probably wouldn't Sorry, have been Ricky's smart. not here. Yeah, yeah. I probably wouldn't have been smart. Now, on a much more positive note. Okay, much more positive. Roger, like I'm going to tell you something. Oh, my. All right, here, here listen we go. to me now. Listen to me now. We're listening. Because you are one of the best fishermen I know. I sit with two of the best mm. fishermen I know. George, did you ever stop learning stuff? No. No, right? No. Right. I went down to I went down to Stewart yeah. this year and I'm I'm trolling on the days that we're not um filming and sometimes after we get done filming I, I get to fish for a while. And I'm Roger, I've been complaining to you. I've just been struggling. Yep, you have been. I've been terrible. And it's unusual because the sailfish, which you like, are generally there in the summer. And I'm usually pretty good at it. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, well, you know, everybody loses their touch every now and then. <laughs> lost my touch. George, I've always said those people down there are so lazy because they just sit and drift. Yeah. And what are you doing? You're supposed to be sailfishing, you know. Yeah. So I've got my riggers out and my live bait swimming on my riggers, and I'm pulling all my teasers and doing all this. And finally, Captain George Labonte down there, God love him, said, would you please just go out to 400 feet of water, which is against everything I know, Mm -hmm. put out your chum, Mm -hmm. which is certainly against everything I know about sail fishing, and drift your live baits so we can stand to live with you? (laughs) Well, I had my grandkids coming down. Yeah. So I went and got my tournament master chum right which uh, yeah. you know roger and oh, i yeah. talk about it every week here on the oh, show yeah. it's the it's the best chum we use and i went and got some pilchards and you know a couple of goggle eyes i went out to 400 feet shut the boat off you know started drifting for sale uh, chumming for sailfish yeah. this is the dumbest <laughs> thing i've ever heard right it's pretty stupid yeah. <laughs> I mean, i'll give you that one well <clears throat> 11 sails and a handful of blackfin tuna and a couple of mahis two weeks later. Oh, my God. I got to go get some more tournament, Master Roger. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something. That's uh, uh, It's just bizarre to me that that, that that works, but that's what they're doing, and it works. Yeah, yeah. Rick, Rick, when I taught uh, up at Fletcher there in the evening, I taught a fishing class, and I would tell the people, no matter what you know about fishing, you go 30 miles south or 30 miles north, and whatever it is, it's different. And you watch what the other people are doing. If they're catching fish and you're not, they're doing something that you're not. So pay attention. No matter where you go, you know how to catch sailfish right here. But like you said, you get down there, and it's a different ball game. And if you pay attention and do what they're doing, you'll catch fish. If, you, if you're stubborn in your head, and, well, we don't do it that way back home. I used to hear that all the time on the party boat. Well, that back home, we're not back home. We're we're here. You might have to pay attention to what's going on, or you're not going to catch anything either. And and oh, by the way, yeah. Yesterday, Kevin, <laughs> a guy that was with me on uh, Wednesday, I think that that um, uh, was looking at a 27 young. So I took him took mm-hmm. him fishing. Placed his order, by the way, <clears throat> which was really mm-hmm. nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but he went on Friday uh, with VJ Bell, right? Two bags of chum 
<laughs> and a strip teaser and bumping the boat. They can't drift because they're a big sport fish boat. They have to keep the bow into it. That's all he did. He kept the bow into the sea and drug his chum in a strip teaser. <laughs> Sound familiar? Uh, no, I don't know anything about what you're talking <laughs> yeah, about. I know, I know. All right, we got to get out of here for a break. When we get back, give us a call at 448-0930. We got a whole lot more Florida Sports <laughs> Magazine live right after this. Sports Radio 930 and SportsRadio930.com. Are you ready to rumble? The Kingfish are here just in time for the 38th annual one-to-one financial Greater Jacksonville Kingfish Tournament. And they're looking to earn you a brand new 22-foot contender powered by 250 Yamaha on a Magic Tilt trailer. The dates are July 16th through the 21st, and the excitement will last all week. The general tournament will be a... Traditional, excuse me, two-day format. And this year's aggregate division will pay a first prize of $10,000 cash. Sponsored by Custom Tree Service. Catch the biggest kingfish in the tournament, and you'll go home with a brand-new contender valued at over $86,000. Register today at greaterjacksonvillekingfishtournament.com and get signed up. And if you do that at Carl's funeral, he's going to sit up in the casket and go, I hired him to write, not to speak. <laughs> well, that, yeah, that, uh, that wasn't, my, wasn't my best effort there. <clears throat> Minor problem. Yeah. You, you, you know, when you write uh, the commercials, you write tongue twisters to me. I mean, I sit there reading. I I've know. Got, I've heard you twist on a few And I'm going, oh, God, man, I, it, it just doesn't flow. You mean Sally doesn't sell seashells no, by the seashore? Right. Something like something that. Sad. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, I, I guess in your twisted mind, they're straight. But it's, you know, to my twisted mind, they're crooked. Well, okay. All right. I love it. Roger, we need um, we need obviously we need this weather to hold. Um, we need the weather to hold, but we got a problem offshore right now. We've got some ugly water, and I mean it's ugly. I, I, that's it's uh, Roger Beal yesterday went and he he said this is Army Green, man. I mean this is you know we got Kingfish Green, mm-hmm. well, this is Army Green. Think mm-hmm. about the color of a tank. Yeah, no, yeah, no. color of your much. shirt. Yeah, yeah. yeah but what, Again, people can't see this through the radio, Ricky. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, I know that. But anyway, uh, it, it's army green. Uh, dark is a dark green, mm-hmm. and it's full of jellyfish, and it's just it's just ugly. Now there's still some mackerel in it. There's still fish in it, but man, it's 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 uh, it's ugly. We need, we need some weather is what we need. Yeah, we, we do. We need the wind out of the north. Well, they're calling for a, a, a one-day 10-mile-an-hour northeast north Tuesday. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Know? So that's not going to be much. That doesn't quite cut it, No, no I no. know. That's not going to be much. But, golly, the weather. Yesterday, I went down to Flagler Pier and was out on the pier for a while, and the water is just beautiful. It's absolutely gorgeous, Rick. And the bait pods are out there. They call it a 30-pound king on the end of the pier. And and that is the limit. That's the south boundary on the Greater Jacksonville Kingfish Tournament right there. Uh, I'm not telling anybody where to go, but if it was tomorrow, <clears throat> I'd be coming out of Augustine Inland and hanging right. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, that's what I would be doing. Uh, but anyway, it's it's gorgeous there. I came up A1A on the way back, and when I crossed over Matanzas, Army Green. Yeah. I mean, ugly. Mm. And I went, man, this ain't good. And so it is traveling south. Uh Last uh, Sunday when we were in Don Dingman's tournament, the kids' tournament, mm-hmm. it was up north where we were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. then Tuesday it was at Pablo Grounds. Uh, now it's past there, and it's down. There must be another batch down there. So I don't know, man. It's it's 
Like like I was telling you, the shrimpers are the <clears> same <throat> way. They're they're bringing the nets up, the doors are cold, and it's all jelly and, mm-hmm. and croakers. They're not catching <clears throat> yeah. any shrimp. It's all cold and, and it's offshore too. Yeah, it's yeah. not just on the beach. It's offshore also. Uh, how far you have any idea? How far I don't know how far is. out. Yeah, but I I know it's well Pablo grounds. I know it's there. Yeah, yeah. I'm just wondering what it's like in like the 21 bottom and and stuff like that. I mean, I I doubt it extend, extends out that far. But I doubt it too. But, but it it could. George, did you ever pay any attention um, to how much jelly there was in the water? Oh yeah, definitely. Was it? it did it, you it, not it, like a lot of jelly? Uh, no, did you like? not like a lot mm-hmm. of jelly. Cause the water, the different water temperature yes. right there where the jelly is, and and it, it shut the fish right off. Mm-hmm. Shut them off. Hmm. And uh, and that's a lot of times in the summertime when we couldn't. Like Captain Walter Floyd, many many years ago, my sea daddy, we couldn't ever figure out why the fish weren't biting, and it was the thermocline, but we didn't know right about the thermocline. And and but you always saw the jelly in them. You just thought it was a good day to yeah. to put your beer in a net and drop it to the bottom. <laughs> yeah, there you go, <laughs> keep, keep, keep it cold. But uh, uh, but but when you saw that jelly in the water, then then you knew there was a temperature change somewhere that was mm-hmm. you know, when there was a lot of it. You better go somewhere else because you're not catching anything. Now you're not talking jelly balls. No, no you're talking no, jellyfish. No, jellyfish, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Jelly okay. balls usually stay in on the beach. You don't see them too far out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when you see that the small jelly and there's a bunch of them in the water, right. that, that, nope, nope. Oh, by the way, Ricky, the uh, spade fish are up eating them, oh, eating yeah. the jellyfish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you just go right ahead and use the jelly. <laughs> <laughs> write that story and tell me how it comes out. Uh, right? I tried uh, to get him to go for it. Yeah, yeah, that ain't happening. I'm I was born at night. It wasn't last night. Yeah, yeah. but but uh, in the jelly balls, I haven't seen anymore. Yeah, but but a lot of jellyfish in the water is usually a sure sign of a of a thermocline. Thermocline, yes, or, or a different change of temperature. Yeah. Now they had one down south uh, in in Stewart a few weeks ago, but it was on the bottom only. Surface yeah. was was beautiful, and they've still got. I shouldn't say they had it. They've still got it down there. Yeah. The the water on the bottom is cold, and the fishing is terrible. For bottom, uh, for, for bottom fishing. Yeah, right. Usually, when that happens, though, what happens? The water's cold and it pushes the pelagics up. Yeah, right. and it, I, that was my next line. I, I was going to say that I could always, I always felt like I could tell when there was a thermocline before we had um, yeah, the cobia show up on before the top. We had temperatures because the jacks and cobia would be all over oh, yeah, the top the surface, of the water. Yeah. George, do you remember seeing the jacks almost? laying on top of the water i mean just being schooled up on the surface oh, yeah. for no apparent reason no reason at all yeah just up right. on the top there not feeding just just laying just on top of the water there. essentially they're just playing dead hoping a seagull will come down there. <laughs> yeah. i mean they're gonna eat him that, that that could be but but um it it i i can remember seeing that and now looking back at it i have no doubt that that was that was, was a thermocline. Thermocline, yeah, probably exactly yeah. right but um and like i said we never knew about a thermocline uh, you, you know just you Nobody got in the water, but and then sometimes uh, uh, you jump out of the boat to cool off, and you went down about ten feet, and was ice cold. You had to get back up in the boat. Yeah. And this is the time of year it comes in June, July, and August. Well, you, uh, we did know a little bit about the thermoclines, the ones that were were all the way up to the top. We knew yeah. about those. Oh and, yeah. Uh, the year Steve Proctor won the Greater Jacks, there was a thermocline coming from the south. Everybody, the fish were at the captain's house down off of St. Augustine. Everybody ran down there. He got down there, one of the first boats, put his lines out and caught like a, what, a 42, I think it mm-hmm. was. 
Next thing you know, everybody's hanging their beer over the side, letting it chill. <laughs> I mean, chill, I'm serious. Yeah. I'm not kidding. There was guys yeah. actually putting their beer over the side to chill it. How cold the water and was. The water yeah. moved through it. I mean, and, and basically the tournament was over from that aspect. Right then, it was over. Same thing happened with Dave Workman when with uh, when he and Dave Sr. and Lamar Dean won it that year on the little boat. Uh, mm-hmm. They they caught a 42 first thing in the morning, and then the water just, just went to ice cold. Yeah, and, and that was it. And Brad, one year, I remember Brad Reed did very well because he, he was one of the first ones to figure out to get on the northern edge of it, to get on the mm-hmm. edge of it. And, and he, watching the news the night before, Tim Deegan or somebody who was probably back in, um, oh, what was George's right. George Winterling. George Winterling. Uh, no, that was Days. when we, we all went to uh, – <clears throat> Fernandina. By then, right. we had figured it out. Yeah, but yeah. and okay. you know what was funny about that one? We were all fishing on the north side of the inlet, at Fernandina. And we were catching fish, and they kind of slowed down. Well, I just kind of just strolled to the south. I could see a rip coming. I said, "Well, there comes a rip right there. I'm gonna go on to the south side and get on it." And I was the only boat there. There was Spanish mackerel all up and down it, and one side was cold, and one side was warm. The north side was warm, and it was pushing that way. That was the one that we had been tracking mm-hmm. coming. And I got on there, and I hooked this fish. And Ricky, he didn't run. I'm not kidding you. He didn't run over 20 yards from the boat. <laughs> and he stayed deep. And it was right in that rip, so you couldn't see him. And he he just, Paulette would have the rod, and she'd follow him up to the front of the boat. And he'd turn around, and he'd go back to the back of the boat. And then he'd follow up the front of the boat, and he'd go back to the back of the boat. And Greg Fields was in his boat over the other side, and he calls me up, and he goes, he goes, man, what are you doing? I said, well, I got I got a fish hooked up. It's acting like a shark. He's just he ain't gone over twenty yards from the boat. He's just going back and forth, you know. He goes, man, you better be careful. I said, what are you talking about? He said, it might be a mackerel. He said, that that's that thermocline coming. I said, yeah, I know it is. I, I can feel the water. I know it is. He goes, and you might you might not be careful. I said, okay. So I I looked at Paul and I said, carefully pull him up. And let me look at him. <laughs> I said, just let me look at him. And here, 29-pound mackerel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Didn't go over 20 yards. Not kidding you, did not go over 20 yards from the boat. Stuck him, put him in the <clears> Well, you And he you, didn't move. Yeah. You remember Debbie's 42 didn't take yeah. 10 clicks off the reel. Yeah. I mean, he didn't. He just came <laughs> over to the side of the boat. And, and same kind of deal, right in the mouth of the river in, in, a, in a thermocline at Jack's. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, she had caught a little cold-water shark, George. Yeah. And – were, it's lightning. It was just that horrible lightning storm that morning Ooh. we had in the had in the tournament. Yeah, and um, uh, she put her bait back out. Only bait in the water. We're not fishing. I'm trying to figure out where the lightning is the <laughs> least, so it, yeah. I can go right. Well, I mean, and, all you got to do is just stand up, and everybody else is going to get hit so first. So, <laughs> I mean, it's not going to happen. I knew that was coming. Uh, very good. So, very good. So she puts her line back out and goes click 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 click. I said, all right, that. Do not put back out after we get rid of this one. I had the pliers in my hand leaned over the side and looked down to muddy, coldest water you ever want to see. Here's a 4205 with a with a rig in her mouth doing this, trying to shake it out. <laughs> oh, yeah. She came very alive when that gaff hit her shoulder, though, I oh, promise yeah. you. But, uh, no, good times. But I, And that's our biggest fear this time of year. It doesn't appear. Um, well, it's, it's here if it is. You know, in fact, a good thermocline in here right now, or what we would call a bad one, either way, whichever way you want to look at it, it's got plenty of time to get out of here. got plenty of time to get out of here. Yep, there's no doubt. How are entries? Good. Everything's good. Good. We're moving Mm -hmm. ahead? Yes, Thankfully. Yeah, it's going to be a great tournament. Thankfully, thankfully. And we we got a single-engine high roller Calcutta. Oh, do you? Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. So um, I'm assuming you generated that. 
Uh, might might have. <laughs> we got to get out of here for just a break. Maybe. If, if you want to know more about the single engine Calcutta, call 704 7760. We got to get out of here for a break. When we get back, give us a call 448 The Guy Beard question of the day is right around the corner. We'll be right back after this. Now back to Florida Sportsman Magazine Live, right here on Sports Radio 930 and SportsRadio930.com. And we are back, and Ricky is going to enlighten us on what the species is this week for the Guy Beard. Dun, 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 dun. The Guy Beard question of the day, as we yeah. all know, Guy long ago uh, switched his love of uh, offshore fishing to, to his fantastic jewelry yeah. and does a great job with it. In fact, I talked with Guy this week. He's going to help me with the um, Bass and Birdies Golf Tournament that I'm overseeing in Orlando this week. I want to thank Guy for that. But Guy has put gorgeous swivel bracelets on us, and he has got one he wants to put on you. Here's what we do. Contest is called Know Your Limits. We're going to give you the fish that we fish for the most around here. You're going to give us the size and bag limit so you don't have to take your lawyer fishing with you. And once a month, we're going to draw for a gorgeous Guy Harvey swivel bracelet. All right, I got the answer this week. You you even know this one. I do. Yes, yeah. you do. There's well, no size limit and there's no bag limit on croakers. That's true. That's correct. Which is <laughs> well, good now, for you, you said because it was a, you said it's the fish we fish for the most. Well, that's true. <laughs> There you don't is. fish for what fish do you fish for the most? Okay, there's no size limit. There's no bag <laughs> limit on whiting. Okay. <laughs> you, for reasons none of us will ever understand, fish for kingfish more than anything else. And today's fish well, of the week is king mackerel. We want to know the size and bag limit. And the reason I brought this up this week, Roger, is I saw some kingfish get unloaded in Stewart the other day that will never see the size that is required. You, you know, we have a uh, a lot of small ones here yes, this we year do. also. That's, yes, we do. But they're making, you know, they're, they're six-pounders or five-pounders, but they're still 20-something you know, inches long. <laughs> well, you know what? I, and, and I'm th- – Roger – all right, as, you know, backed I, out of that I, one. I realized, I, I realized that ninety percent of whatever brain you ever had is gone, but I want you to remember mm. back to last year in the tournament. We caught several short fish. Remember, we caught some little bitty ones once we moved offshore that uh, wouldn't have even made legal size. I only remember the big fish. I know <laughs> that's true, and you never remember the days you don't catch fish. I know that. Well, I know there's plenty but, of those, but yeah. I don't remember. Them. Yeah, I know. <laughs> But anyway, and I'm wondering if all these yeah. six-pound fish we saw, because God love Don Dingman, he weighed a gazillion six-pound kingfish the other day, <laughs> and he made a star out of every one of those kids oh, yeah. for catching uh, those fish. No doubt. And uh, That's but, awesome. But are those that same group of fish last year that weren't even legal size? And, of course, we'll never know the answer to that, mm-hmm. but, it's, but it's interesting to, to speculate. So we want the bag limit and the size limit on King Mackerel. And you can call us at 448-0930. That's Eight. area code 904. And you will be one of four people registered in the drawing. Yeah. Now, what week is this? All right, this is week two. Week two? Yep. He's been stuck. He sounds like a record. <laughs> He's been on week two for about four weeks. No, week I haven't. Got it. got it right here. No. Nope. You, nope. you, you got it written down? Yep. Mm-hmm. But but you can't remember who does the show with you. Last year, well, then there's that. <laughs> yeah. Last year. That's true. He's going to call you last, up at the end of a month and go, George, uh, how many days did you what, miss this what, month? What day were you there? Yeah. <laughs> last week, um, you told Ronnie Denmark he was wrong. He was right. Yeah, I know he was right, but you told him he was wrong. We had you to told some... me to tell him he was wrong. Actually, okay. All right. 
Did you not say that? No, I didn't tell you to tell him he was wrong. Okay. You were the one that came up with he was wrong. <laughs> you thought it was part of the five snapper aggregate. It was, 20 it was not. 20. It's part of the part of the uh it's yeah, part, twenty reef fish. Part of the twenty. Yeah. Okay, but anyway, be that as it may. Today's yeah. fish is kingfish. Yeah. So uh so we'll get to find out. George, have you hit the surf at all? Is this cooler weather picked it up there or do you know? Uh I, I haven't been out in a while. Um there's been a, a couple people I know have gone and they did okay, but not super spectacular. Okay. Newsflash. 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 Cold weather brings white. Cold water brings white. Well, it generally, that. yeah, it generally does. But yesterday when I was on the Flagler Pier, they were catching a lot of white and Try, nice ones. Trying oh, cool. to catch ribbons. No, they were trying to catch. No, you were trying yeah, to catch I was, ribbons. But yeah. Not very successfully. <laughs> they, <laughs> they were catching a lot of nice whiting. Are you going back in the ribbon business? Is that oh, what's going Lord, on? Things no. getting a little tough. No, no, no. <laughs> Get them for your own usage. That's it. Yeah. Yep. But but they, you were talking about whiting, and they are catching whiting on the Flagler Pier. Mm-hmm. Nice whiting. And but the water, them, the water looked better down the there. The water looked very nice down there. Yeah. Well, there, that, you know, there's a there's a problem with whiting in the summertime. If the water's gin clear, they don't, they don't bite. They don't bite, right. So you, you want that little bit of dirt in there, but mm-hmm. you're clearer and, mm-hmm. and, and a little dirty, and that's what you want. And that's, that's what they had in the surf. Yeah, at the end of the pier, it was beautiful. Hmm. <clears throat> Absolutely gorgeous. i tell you something I saw yesterday that yeah. I rarely, rarely see this time of year. And I don't know fish if it's on the end of your line. <laughs> I don't know if it's a harbinger of things to come or, mm-hmm. or, or what it is. But uh, my grandson's uh, fishing off the dock yesterday. Yeah. George, God love him. I mean, they, <laughs> God love him. I've got, especially one of them is so dialed in. You get back from Stewart where you've been grinding for, you know, three, four days fishing as hard as you can. Son, he doesn't even stop in the house. So, oh, yeah, he's straight right through, dock. okay, <laughs> because nobody's flounder fished in three or four days because he's been off sailfish fishing, right? Yeah. What are you, what are you going to do when he gets taller than you do? You are? I mean, what are he you already doing? is. Well, um, <laughs> oh. I'll probably change my socks because it's about a month away. Not only long. And that's about how often I change socks. So, you know. Yeah. So, Do they make elevator docks? Just stop it. <laughs> I mean, but, I don't know. But anyway, um, they caught fall flounder yesterday. Oh, wow. I mean, yeah, fat they, ones. Yeah, there's been some. Yeah, but what size were they? They're 19 inches. Which now, is, that's good because uh, I, I got a friend who went out and caught 15 day for yesterday but they were all chips yeah but these were 18 19 inches but they were fat as pigs that's what well, that's my point i'm i'm used to catching flounder this time of year yeah but yes they're chips you'll get a few 17 16 17 inch fish but they're kind of long and skinny but these fish are the fish that we see when the fish come through in october november wow. i it, mean they're it only just, took him 41 minutes into the show to tell everybody <laughs> that too. they are just as fat as ticks now i'm not like kidding it. you but, and that uh, water cleared up too, uh, in in the river there. Yeah, water looked pretty good. Looked yeah, real good. yeah, yeah, it really did. Yeah, that's because we haven't had any floods lately. I mean, it's that's you know, true. Yeah. Golly, have we had some rain or what? But, oh, you ought to see the water in Stewart. Ugh. You think my coffee looks nasty in the morning? Oh wow! I mean, yeah. Do you see the fish from Boca Grande? I hadn't seen your coffee in the morning. I don't, <laughs> I don't really want to. You have you seen the fish from Boca Grande? 
There's yes. dead Jewfish, dead yeah. tarpon. There's yeah. dead. There's wow. Just unbelievable. Now, is that the red tide or is that the water runoff? I don't know, but I know the water runoff in Stewart is so bad that it's just it's painful to look at and worse to smell. Wow. It's wow. just awful. Let's, let's go to the phones and go to Mud Ben and Tim. Tim, good morning. Good morning. Tim, what's happening? What's happening, guys? Life's good, buddy. Another beautiful overcast morning. Throw some top water. Oh, yeah? yeah? Did you fish this morning? No, no. I was just dreaming of fishing this morning. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, no. You don't have to go to work, do you? No. Absolutely not. Ask to okay. drive his wife to work. What's wrong with you? Wife to work, I know. Yeah. That's why I, I thought maybe she wised up. Ah, had a baby. Had a baby. Did you fish this week, Tim? Uh, no, I haven't fished this week, but I'm going to try fishing this afternoon with my grandson and my son. Doesn't get any better than that, buddy. Tim, I was uh, at, at Flagler yesterday, and I ran across a guy who was plugging out on the end of the pier, and he goes, he goes, man, I'm getting out of here. I said, why is that? And he said, man, there's no trout here. I said, oh, yeah? He said, yeah. He said, I'm going back to the 100 bridge. So he was at the 100 bridge right at daylight and, and uh, caught a bunch of nice fat ones. Where's the 100 really? bridge? That's that's the bridge going into Flagler off I-95. Okay. Over to ICW. But uh, he said he was under the bridge. And uh, and did quite well on them. He said they're real fat still there. Yeah, the fish here have been kind of. Uh, I don't want to say off, but I guess I got to say they've been off for the last little bit since this rain has uh, deluged us in the last month or so. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um. The the usual haunts that I'm fishing, I usually catch you know a dozen, half dozen to a dozen. I'm the last couple of days. Maybe a week or two. I've been uh, lucky to get two or three per day. Ow. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah. No, it isn't. Uh, I'm usually the half, the guy half full with the glass and all that, but this rain's got to slow down a little bit, guys. It's going to hurt my shrimp in, in the long run. It's helping my oh, grass. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's definitely helping the grass. Definitely helping the grass. Yep. Yep. We've got a bunch more coming this afternoon, too. Oh, yeah, do we? we do. Well, yeah, said, it's supposed yeah. to be a uh, heavy day today. Yeah. Have y'all guys heard if anybody throw a net uh, for some shrimp? Or no, I was I was dying to hear you tell us about it. Uh, did a little bit. Um, the shrimp came back a little bit better. Uh, they're still small. Their bodies are starting to be soft. I'm getting a little worried about that because of the rain. Mm-hmm. But I think that uh, as long as uh, you know we don't get another month's worth of this, I think it'll be okay. Now uh, the the. T- tell me about the soft bodies, Tim. Obviously, that's that molting. I know I'll that. I'll tell you. I didn't ask you. You're not as crunchy when you're, when I you're d- soft. I didn't <laughs> ask you. I asked <laughs> I asked somebody that actually knows something. All right, Tim, t- tell me about the soft bodies. Uh, they just don't work out anymore, and they're just on the bottom, you know, chilling out, getting fat. So they're is, soft. That's, <laughs> is that from them molting? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a multi-thing. It's, uh, it's, it's that fresh water. I'm not exactly sure how it works, but it seems like they are the bodies are softer, their shells are softer. They're harder to peel if uh, if they are soft. And uh, when you cook them like a boil, then the bodies shrink up quite a bit. It's, mm-hmm. it's kind of weird. Well, I I I but know. It's all nothing. Be- Nothing beats the taste of a Mayport shrimp. Amen to that, brother. Amen George, to that. you know, I, I have run in recently uh, to that hard-to-peel bit. 
Yeah. Yeah. Don't you put vinegar or something in the a little vinegar. A in little water. vinegar yeah. in the water when you're gonna boil. A little vinegar in the water makes them easier to peel. There you go. Hmm. I'll be darned. I've never tried that, but I've heard that that works. It does. It works. I promise. I'll be darned. Just add a little vinegar. So how many? How much? How many? Uh, how much uh, vinegar per? Uh, say, like, do you say three or four pounds? How much vinegar? A couple teaspoons? Or? Uh, I I put um maybe a half of a cup. Half a really? cup. Half a cup, and that and it it uh, it makes all the difference in the world. Doesn't change the taste. No, doesn't change the taste. Okay. And if you're from North Carolina, you put a whole cup. <laughs> why? 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 Well, I hate you. That. Have to ask. I why? hate to ask this. I can't believe why. North, look why here. do you put a whole cup in North Carolina? Do, do you eat barbecue in North Carolina when you go through North Carolina? Yes, sir, I do. There's okay. a lot of vinegar in it. Yep, then yeah. you know. Okay. People okay. up there, they, they like to pickle themselves. I do, I, however, I, know that divorce lawyers learned everything they know from shrimp. So, <laughs> Yeah, because the female eats the male or something? What is it? Well, no, seriously. The, when when the female and the male get together, yeah, pay attention, Roger. Take okay. notes, will you? I will, I will. When the male and the female, I'm going to learn you something here. You're going to learn me something? Yeah, when the male and the female <laughs> That's right get, there. Yeah. get together... And the female gets impregnated. Yeah. She starts growing faster, obviously. She's carrying oh, yeah. babies. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So the male, being the great guys that we are, yeah. defends her. Yeah. Right? He defends her as she is virtually helpless drifting through the current. George and I would have okay. to defend 20 of them. <laughs> <laughs> you won. Oh, Go ahead. Man. Go ahead. Go ahead, Rick. Screwing up my Keep story. Up. Go ahead, Rick. All right, true story, George. George, uh, pay attention to me I'm so I, I don't have to try and get Roger to listen. All right, so the male defends her, okay, but miracle of nature. The He is growing, of course, at the, at, at the same time while he's defending her. When she finally gets her bigger, tougher shell, and when it's time for her to deliver the babies, he sheds his shell. What does she do? Eats him. She chops him up and feeds him to the babies, right? I mean, it, tell me divorce lawyers didn't learn everything there is to know from that. Wow. Right? You know, you know. I'm glad I'm not a shrimp. I'm glad I'm not a shrimp. <laughs> you know, yeah, 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 yeah. Never go to the law, the law offices of shrimp, shrimp, and shrimp. Okay, don't, yeah. don't do that. Yeah, and I rescind that. It would be bad. Driving my wife to work and she'd be taking me out as I drop her off. That's exactly yeah. right. Well, I, I rescind the twenty, the twenty bid I rescind because I don't want twenty of them coming after me. No, <laughs> you, no. Wouldn't, you wouldn't have a chance. No, I wouldn't. All right, Tim, you seen any flounder yet? Uh, no, but my buddy has. I got a, a buddy at work that's doing really well. He uh, he gigs them, and uh, they went assault went to Salt Run and to uh, the. Uh, uh, Fort George, the Fort George Inlet did really well over last weekend. Huh. I'm I'm glad he somebody did well in Fort George. That place is sanded in so bad. I'm I'm tickled he did well in there. So crazy. Yeah. You know, it had a lot of it has a lot of promise. When they since they put the new bridge there, it, it's just made such an impact on that whole, you know, two or three hundred acres worth of property. It's it, it's unbelievable how much sand can be put in there naturally. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I think a lot of that probably comes from beach renourishment too. Is it? Is it comes down the beach, it goes in that inlet, and it just doesn't flush back out. But uh, yeah, I've seen, I've seen Larry Fish out there uh, a week or two ago working it in his regular spot. I think that he just has an anchor spot there that uh, he just pulls up and the anchor automatically drops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, there's some people partying there on weekends now. Holy smokes, I went there last yes, Saturday. Sir. Woo! 
What a zoo. Especially from, from the spot from uh, Kingswood Plantation all the way to the bridge. That is a party atmosphere. Yes, it is. Don't go in there on the weekend to go fishing. I promise you. <laughs> No, no, there, there will be no fish there. Yep. All right, buddy, we got to get out of here for uh, a break. Thank you, Tim. Let me fire for the uh, for the question. Let's have it. Uh, 24 inches and two per person. Roger. Oh, man. I, you know, I hate to tell you you're wrong because you're right. All right. <laughs> Mudman of Tim is in for this month's bracelet. All right, thank you, Tim. The Lord must coming back <laughs> he'll be here soon <laughs> all right buddy we're gonna get Eddie, out of here keep in your heart. He'll take care of you. you got it we're gonna get out of here for a break when we get back give us a call at 448-0930 more florida sports magazine live right after this now back to florida sportsman magazine live right here on sports radio 930 and sports radio 930.com and we are back. Give us a call at 448-0930. That's 448-0930, area code 904. If you're listening on iHeart, you can be part of the show. Now, let me ask you a question. Oh, no. <laughs> it wasn't you, me. It might have looked like it me. Wasn't me. <laughs> I swear said, and they might have been driving a big black truck like me, but it wasn't me. Right. So, so your Florida sportsman for July was 27 pages short. Of what everybody else's was? No. It was probably meant to be sent to you if it was short. If if you considered actually paying for your subscription, if you considered that, maybe that's what it is. Well, have you considered giving me a raise for this? No, probably not. Okay. (laughs) So I I figure we're at a break-even point there. I've thought about a lot of things. That wasn't one of them. Guaranteed that wasn't one of them. (laughs) Raise, you should be paying me for getting to hang out with this craziness. Uh Probably. Uh, um, <laughs> anyway. Yes. Single engine division. Yes. Multi engine division this yeah. year. All right. Yeah. How many boats will be in single engine? Um, probably half the field. Forty two percent. Really? Forty. I can't remember what the percentage was last year's. I want to say it's in the forties. Are we Are we seeing a swing back to smaller boats and single engines? Uh, well, we're seeing a swing to a lot of bay boats with single engine, mm-hmm. which which will fit your criteria you just hit, yes. Yeah, okay. So the bigger boats are still going twins and triples and quads, that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And if Alden comes in, there's <laughs> 17 <laughs> that, engines that on the back count. of one boat. Yeah, that, yeah that I mean, he's in a category by himself right now. 100 miles an hour? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Is that how fast he goes? Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. He's hit it. He's hit it several times. I don't so. want to do that. Well, no. I mean, I saw a picture of him one time over in the Gulf where he hit some air for about 20 feet under his boat. Yeah. I mean, I, no. No. Uh, no. Uh-uh. no. Roger don't want to do that. And that was, you know, that was kind of, that was him and Clayton. It was a, a yeah. No, I, and I believe right, that. Right. <laughs> him and Clayton and Don Combs were the three I know that just couldn't get enough speed. I mean, it just, yeah. I, I got in Don Combs's boat um, one morning and he said, well, this will be the first time you've been to the ledge in under an hour. And we had gone about three miles, George. And I thought, this will be the last time I get to the ledge in under an hour. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. When you're in that bean bag and the salt spray comes over the bow, it goes up your nose and into your nasal cavity. Do you know how salt feels in your nasal cavity at 4.30 in the morning? No. 
No. <laughs> you know, no. Why is he and, going at 4.30, Ben? It's going to be daylight at me, 6.30. If it only <laughs> takes him an hour, he's going to be there an hour before daylight. That's exactly what he wants. Wow. He starts fishing. When we did it, he started fishing in the darkness, okay, and and was was set up and well set up and had worked one or two spots by the time the sun came up. You know, there are some people. God, that, hey, let me tell you what. Now that's after fifty years of doing it, Roger. I know, but there's there's some people that just carry things to the extremes. Well, I mean, and, 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 there, and he was one. There's no doubt he was. No, he one. was a he was a great fisher. He was a gifted fisher. He was a tremendous fisher. He was he was like Greg Fields. It didn't yeah, matter that's what, exactly right. Didn't matter what kind of fish it was. He was. He was there. Oh, yeah. I mean, he was good. Awesome fisherman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah but I had a lot of respect for Don. Really liked Don. Mm-hmm. We butted heads a lot, but we were good I don't, friends. I don't like going that fast, though. I'm telling you. I no, don't. no. It's scary. I mean, because, it, it, you know, one thing happens wrong, man, it's, it's all over. Mm-hmm. My, it's my not son, a good Matt, day. My son, Matt's got that 18-foot Hughes. Yeah. And um, he and I in it, that's that's over 500 pounds between the two of us. And, and uh we're doing fifty-two miles an hour. Well, that now and that's I, and that's, I said, that's fine. Matt, slow down. Fifty-two. We're going George. too fast. George, you're getting old. Yeah, no, I'm getting smart. No, you're getting old. Fifty-two is not. That's, I mean, fifty-two yeah, is yeah, doable. But, okay, so you don't see a board floating in the water or a log just barely underneath the, the thing, and you take the back of the motor off of the boat, or the boat sinks the boat. The motor sinks. You know, it just it's, you're going too fast. Well, me, I mean, it, I, there could be a leatherback turtle. Oh yeah. That. Yeah, George. No, I saw. I saw. Yeah, back. How I many times did you motor off the back? How of the many boat? times did you run the boat in the dark going offshore? Um, um, not many. Yeah, but you did do. But it. I was doing it at twelve knots. Too. Yeah, yeah, but you're still doing it. No, I mean, you could have run into a buoy. Uh, no, I couldn't run into. A buoy. <laughs> well, Chris Savage <laughs> says he's that too. Oh, oh, and Chris is a great man. fish. Hey, no, you take your head off of it one minute, man. You could you could do something like I've that. I've got the radar with the alarm on it, and anything within three miles of the boat, you get an alarm goes. And off. you trust that radar? Darn that right. I mean, it works good, but I I, I got to be looking. I, I, it's just I, like Ricky sitting here and telling me, "How come you don't have autopilot? You need autopilot. You got to have autopilot. Autopilot is the greatest thing since peanut butter." <laughs> and I'm going, you know, I like to run the boat so I can control the boat, Feel so it, I can yeah. see what's happening in front of me. So if I got to make an adjustment, I can do it without hitting a flick and switch. <laughs> yep. To turn the autopilot off. Something yeah. bad wrong with you. Yeah. Okay. See? see, let me tell you what. <laughs> there is there is nothing nicer. George would be the first one to tell you. There's nothing nicer than just just dialing in the buoy, kicking on the pilot, and sitting back. There you don't you don't George ever never not did see that. anything. Dad, George did. never did that. Well, he usually had a fine young thing. That's exactly right. Blocking his vision. <laughs> he'd go pick. He could pick of the litter of the crowd. Hey, hey uh, darling, you want to run the boat for a little while? Come up here. Favorite favorite George interaction ever. I got yeah. one minute to tell it. Yeah, better okay. be quick. Fred's daughter is fishing with George, okay? And on, George and I might or might not have had it set up. Yeah, might have. I, I might have said to Daddy, come on, let's call George, see how your daughter did. <laughs> call call George, and she answers the phone. Daddy, George has let me drive, drive the, the boat, boat home. <laughs> it was perfect. You get out of that wheelhouse right now, young lady. We'll talk when you get home. It was perfect. We'll be back with more Florida Sports Magazine Live right after this. Now, it's time to grab a cup of coffee, sit back in your lazy boy, and take a trip into the great outdoors. Get ready for your up-to-the-minute fishing report from every piece of water on the First Coast. 
Here's the three guys with salt water in their veins and big fish in their dreams. Sports Radio 930. Mo, Curly, and Larry. I mean, I mean, excuse me. It, it's a, uh, it's Captain George Strait, Captain Ricky Rouse, and Captain Roger Walker here with another hour. What hour is this, Ricky? This hour, I'm so glad that you mentioned it. Is the Proctor Ace Hardware Hour? Ah, uh, the coolest well, hardware, Our, coolest hardware, hardware yeah. store in the United States. Yeah. Our good friend Steve Proctor. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and he'll be probably cooking on the green egg today. Oh, you can pretty yeah. well count on that. Yep. no doubt about they, it. They got a heck of a sale going if, on if, for 4th of July. Too. If I Do worked they? there, yeah. I would weigh 600 pounds. <laughs> I'll see if I can get you a job there, Stevie. <laughs> no. I'd like to see you as Jabba the Hutt. Yeah. Uh, uh, anyway, give us a call at 448-0930. That's 448-0930. Be part of the show. Let's go to the phones and go to Ed. Ed, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. I'm uh, listening to your boat stories. But uh, I'll tell you one, uh, my son went out when he was real small with me to put out a reef with Moran towing. And we all went down in the galley and gave him the uh, helm there up there. And all of a sudden, we feel a jerk to the side real hard, and turned out to be my son had just saw a porpoise, thought he was going to run it over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? That's a natural reaction. If I was a kid, I, you know, one uh, came oh, off yeah. my bow like that, I'd do the exact same thing. Yeah. It'd scare me to hey, death. Hey, I just kind of want to bring you up where we're on this next placement we're going. Please. Uh, we're looking forward to probably end of July or, or probably August. Uh, right now we're in the process of uh, gathering the material for the reef. Now I'll tell you about one particular thing about some of the material we got. We got some of the material from California. Uh-oh, it might be wow. radioactive. <laughs> wow. Now, listen, the CCA worked with Shell Oil Company. The Shell Oil Company had a um, new truck that they were trying out called the Starship. And if you look at, if you go online and look at it, it looks like a big tractor trailer bullet. Mm-hmm. Like they ship the rocks from California for a promotion thing uh, down here to Jacksonville. <laughs> They're rocks. They're exactly garden rocks. They're 1,500-pound rocks. <laughs> we, got, we, got that sitting, we got that sitting over at Lambs or over there off uh, Roosevelt. So... <laughs> And uh, we're working with Gate Concrete. Gate Concrete's really got some interesting material that they're actually building for us. You know, hmm. uh, kind of neat. And then we're also got the, I think there's like three reef balls out in front of Mandarin High School that we're trying to move. Joe's been working on this real hard. You know, he's kind of his endeavor right now to take care of it. Like I said, we're shooting for August. We already did the survey. And, you know... We've got to be a bunch of dedicated people just to dive on sand bottom. But uh, we went out one weekend. I wasn't able to dive because my hose busted on me. Uh, so the other group went down. We did the survey on the bottom of sand, basically sand. So uh, we're moving forward. We think it'll be in August. The CCA is behind it real heavy, and we've got a lot of community involvement in it. Where so Where is it going to be, Ed? FF. FF? Well, yeah, we, we – um, it's out where we put the uh, uh, Leone Reef, the one with the uh, Jesus Christ Redeemer statue. Right. It's going to be, mm-hmm. you know, so it should be, uh, I don't know, like I said, we're, we're shooting for the end of July or, or August to put that stuff out. And 
So, uh, and I know Joe's working on it every day. So. All right, George. George. Yes, sir. All right. I, I get confused. I'm, I'm old. <laughs> yes. Okay. And, and I get confused. And not very bright <clears throat> to begin with. All right. Which direction is FF? Is it is it off it's, CH or is it to the it's, northeast? It's east to CH. Okay, I, that's what is, I thought it was. Is that right, Ed? Is that where it's going? Yeah. East Ed. of yeah. CH. Right, Ed, Ed, Ed. That's Floyd's Folly. Uh, Ed, Ed, we got enough yeah. stuff out there. Put it somewhere else. No, no, stop it. Put it somewhere else. You don't need to put it out there, Ed. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't want more people fishing out this there. This guy right here, <laughs> I find a little hot spot. And he dumped something on it a year later. <laughs> I'm serious. He, how many times have you done that? Uh, Numerous. Well, it's not because I got your book and gave it to Ed and said, <laughs> hey, mess with him. Drop one here. Yeah. Golly, you guys are they're bad. Ed, I mean, seriously, if, if you look back in history, this guy right here dropped stuff on stuff that he shouldn't drop stuff on. Hey, Ed. I can name a little ledge northeast Ed. of Amberjack Hole that you got a hey. bunch of culverts right beside hey. now. Hey, Ed. Ed. The, yeah, na- the name of your next drop will be Jurassic Park. Okay. No, no, I got, no, that ain't happening. I got the numbers the other day, and we need to have a public ceremony. We'll go up there, and we'll have a drop. Bunny's Web. That ring any bells, George? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Bunny's Web. Right. I mean, I, and I never, ever found what the piece of bottom was there no i was coming <laughs> yeah, off the beach one day and i was going to ponte vedra and i didn't have any bait and i said don't worry about it we'll get bait offshore guys it's not a problem and all of a sudden here pops up a school of sardines i said all right there's bait right there and i'm halfway out you know i go cool we pull over we're jigging sardines two cobia and a barracuda swim up the boat hmm <laughs> uh there's something, uh, something here. right here <laughs> pink hit the little mark button you know I said, well, let's put the lines out and just troll. I mean, just catching fish after fish. I'm going, you know, this is cool. That was my little go-to honey hole when you couldn't find a fish anywhere else spot. Well, Roger, we were just trying to help you out. And then (laughs) We figured he'll catch more fish if we put more stuff here. Then I come out there one day, and I'm minding my own business, and here comes a boat from the north. And I'm looking, I'm going, now, who is that Yahoo? And it was a Yahoo. It was you, George. <laughs> and he pulls up to me. He goes, what are you doing here? I said, what are you doing here? And he goes, well, I, I'm looking for something here. I, well, I, I've been looking for something here for four years. I ain't found it yet. He goes, yeah, but we just dropped it the other day. I said, what do you mean you dropped it the other day? Hey, hey Ed. Ed. Yeah. So, so Roger's trolling in the middle of nowhere. I'm going from one place to another. Okay. And I'm tr- and and I spot Roger, and I pull over to him, and I said, "What are you doing?" And he said, "Nothing." One of my engines was was acting funky, he said, so I stopped here for just a minute. <laughs> and I said, "That was one of my good lines." I, so I said, "Roger, why are you washing your gaff off?" <laughs> I was getting a string out of the prop. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, oh, it, it, let, it, let me check in on all three of you out, out there. Every time I find a spot, you go, oh, there ain't nothing there. I, I never fish there. <laughs> you guys always, there ain't nothing there. You know, there ain't nothing there. I mean, we never fish down there. So I'm going like, wait a minute, nobody fishes here? You know, so <laughs> I'm kind of like, wait a minute, what's going on with it? You know, and I get these numbers and I go, all right, these sound like a pretty good area to take something out to. And I ask them, I say, what's out there? Oh, there's nothing out there. You don't want to go there. <laughs> you, you know what I? You know what I think? I just had an epiphany. 
George what used that? to have George used to have a seventy-two mile radar, and he could ping me. That's what you did, <laughs> isn't it? And then he said, "There's nothing over here, Ed. Put it over here <laughs> on Roger's spot." Listen, let me ask you a serious question. You obviously were just goofing on you, but let me ask you a serious question. Uh, do you think we'll ever see another deep water placement like the dry dock? Listen, you know, this is the whole thing. It's just like the inshore reef uh, and the nearshore reef. It won't happen unless we get resources available. And the right. only reason, the, the only one, only reason this is happening, this one particular placement, because the CCA has stepped up. Mm-hmm. You know, they stepped up with the funding on this. I mean, really, um, I don't know. I, I know Joe goes down to the Waterways Commission all the time and talks about it. And they say, well, when your committee gets together, the committee. <laughs> he is the committee. Yeah. yeah, you're talking about two people. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's, like, it's like it seems to not register with hey, our Hey, we can, we can make it three people. I'll volunteer. <laughs> you know, it seems not to register with the count, our council members that, you know, the impact that the uh, placements have off our community. Yes. Sir. So when we're going around looking for, let's say, in particular, everybody's always interested in this nearshore reef. That hasn't happened because nobody wants to fund it because you're talking about getting a, 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 a different type permit, which is a state permit. Nobody wants to fund it, and uh, the interest is always there, but just nobody seems to step up and wants to fund it. These things don't come free. I mean, we... I mean, we got a lot of community donations, but when you start talking about putting barges and tugboats and cranes and big money, big money, yeah. And I got a question for you. What's up? All right, the approximate area in relationship to the culverts and the barge that's already out there. Where where's uh-huh. where's it going to be in relation to them? This new drop. Well, I know it won't be north. <clears throat> well. I'll be honest with you. I can get you the numbers. No, I don't. I uh, mean, just, you know, it's just, I mean, is it going to be in between the two? Is it going to be, you know? Just well, it, it's closer to the culverts. <laughs> okay. That, but not north, right? Not north at all. No. Far as I know. Okay. Good. And the reason I say that is because George has got a little secret wreck up there to the north. <laughs> and I know he wouldn't drop it near that. <laughs> Oh, I know. There's no doubt. There might be an airplane up there. (laughs) There might be. There might be. Incidentally, I can't find that airplane to the surprise of nobody. But I've I've been up there looking for it half a dozen times. Really? One of my placements offshore was out at EF, uh, out there at the press box. And by the time I got back, Georgia had already informed his lynch mob to kill me. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, there may have been a ledge near there. There was a bunch of ledges there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He didn't do good there. That's that's true. I got to tell you, though, Ed, and and good Lord, what a great life of service you've given to our community with with what you've done. Since 1981. Oh, my gosh. I mean, just tremendous. Um, down in South Florida, they are, they are catching up and right mm-hmm. off of Martin County there in Stewart, they've got a, a really booming artificial reef, uh, program going now. And I'm, and, and I'd love to know, and I'll try and find out who funds it because well, Volusia, County, Volusia County down in Daytona is, uh, put out hundreds of reefs in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're, they're putting a lot out. They are. Who's funding all that? Mm-hmm. Well, there's. They've actually made it with their council people. They made it a point of interest, and they've applied for different grants. 
and they've been able to fund it. They, they actually have an individual that actually handles that portion. We have one in Jacksonville, but he's just kind of like a sideline thing with him. You know, it's one of these tasks that, like, well, you got this job now. It's a hey, you. Mm-hmm. You know, well, mm-hmm. so, you know, it's, it's all based on the community interest, you know, with our council members to let them know, hey, this has a you know, economical impact to our community. And uh, they don't seem to value that. I mean, I you know I like <laughs> like I'm always I know Joe's always frustrated and we talk a lot, but it's like okay I don't know how to make it even clearer to the people that are sit up on that board that that mm-hmm. what we're doing, you know, uh, is trying to help our fishing community as well as our overall community. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know how to do it any clearer. <laughs> now I've been working on it for a long time. And, you know, we had some good people that were with the city, Dana Morton, that stepped up and, and uh, people like that was able to get involved in it. But it's just like, you know, pulling teeth trying to get the funding and the resources for this stuff. Mm, yeah, yeah, I understand. I understand. I just, uh, Roger, off of Stewart, they've got a string I know, it was a of trolling. like a dozen wrecks yeah, from south to north in, in 50 feet of water, George. Yeah. Then they've got a second string in 180 feet of water. 13 mm. wrecks in a row laying wow. right, right by you, each you other. You know where those wrecks came from? No. That, that's that sugar cane water eating the bottom of the boats out. <laughs> no, that could they just be true. It may not all be intentional. That's true. Ed, thank you so much. All right, guys. Thank you, guys. Have, Have a good, good one, Ed. Good Thanks, talking Ed. with you, bud. Ed. Roger, don't be so hard on Ed. He's the, no, he, no, no. Ed is great. Oh, he, oh. he's with Tassiri, man. He is great. We gotta, we gotta get out of here for a break. Who's up first? When we that, get back, that'll be. Let me look at the time. Uh, Eleven minutes, eight minutes, and two minutes. Who's up? Oh, next? oh that's Roger. Tony and Chris and Craig. We'll be back <laughs> with more Florida Sports Magazine live right after this. Now back to Florida Sportsman Magazine live right here on Sports Radio nine thirty and Sports Radio nine thirty dot com. And we have a mystery guest that we need to slip in real quick. I, I, it just says mystery guest, Rick. I don't know what it's, you know. You want to check it out? All right, go ahead. All right. All right, mystery guest. Good morning. Welcome Good morning. to Florida Sportsman. How are you? Hey, Daddy. <laughs> oh, this say, is a mystery this guest. This sounds a little familiar. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, baby girl? I'm just a concerned mother calling to make sure with half of Jacksonville listening that I'm going to get my son back today. Um, your, your son packed last night and I did not see him in his bed this morning. I think he's on the dock. (laughs) Probably. I mean, I know he's had the time of his life, but I do want my baby boy back. Well, I'm I'm sorry. We, uh, all right, Roger, next caller. (laughs) You're awful. Jenny, your baby boy. I love you. He doesn't want to go home. I can't figure out why, but he does not want to go home. I know, I know. But we do have some big plans. You know, it, it doesn't compare to catching your first sailfish <laughs> or your second. And your second and your tuna and all the mahis. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. and winning a kayak so, in the Kingfish Tournament. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, he's had a pretty right. good summer. <laughs> right. Yes. Yes, I can relate. But we, we'll take him fishing. It won't be as good as going with Grandpa. But, you know. <laughs> he might have it's men- all good. He might have mentioned that a time or two. <laughs> <laughs> I, I heard him mention that too. Yeah. I love it. Um, All right. I oh love Lord, you to pieces, baby. I'll see you this evening. All right. Okay. Bye. Good Have deal. Show, Thanks, right. sweetheart. Bye, Jenny. Bye. Let's, bye. Let's go to Tony. Tony, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. How y'all doing tonight? Dr. Uh, Yunan, what's happening? 
Well, you know, I'm, I was at the beach yesterday, and I saw that water looked like the Bahamas, so I'm heading to Talbert. Good. Oh, Good deal. Go. Uh, the surf looked you know, like the Bahamas yesterday? Oh, man. Tell me about it. There, mm. there, is, there is one bastion of clear water. Up well, there. obviously, Tony knows where it is. Yeah, it's, it's right there in the chum hole. That's right where it is. <laughs> that's it that's the only clear water there is there's no fish in it george <laughs> did I don't he think. sort of fail to mention that <laughs> did you kind I mean, of forget roger <laughs> thank you tony <laughs> thank you tony our listeners would be glad to know that the water's clear at talbot now that roger told him it looks like army green everywhere except talbot oh <laughs> I love it. Lord, I try. Yeah, no, no, no. They, for whatever <laughs> reason, no, seriously, for whatever reason, there's one little spot. It's like it's in a little abyss or something. It just, it's not moving. Mm-hmm. It's there. Suppose maybe there's some fish in it there, Skippy? I don't think there's the <laughs> no. right, I, no, I don't think there's the right kind in there. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. God. Uh, I also, I also don't think that you're a, a, a terrible fisherman. <laughs> oh, it's just wrong, Tony. Boom. This boom, is boom, tough, boom. Tony. Tony, did anybody fish up there? You know of? You know, I was there two weeks ago with uh, my wife Linda, mm-hmm. and uh, the water didn't even look that good. And I told her, you know. I don't know if we're going to be here that long, but I said, I see nice water out there, but this water looks terrible. And uh, I threw out there two rods, and uh, 20 minutes later, we still don't have a bite. And then all of a sudden, we got about a 15-inch whiting, and then a, then a war started, catching whiting, pompano, uh, ladyfish, sharks, Spanish, caught a Spanish mackerel mm-hmm. uh, about wow. 14 inches. And I had a couple of Spanish jump off. Then I lost a nice pompano right there in front of me. And I ended up catching uh, 15 nice whiting, and I had like 13 pompano, one keeper, Mm -hmm. a nice Spanish. I lost two Spanish, and uh, I lost quite a few fish that day, but uh, a lot of action. And uh, actually, we left. They were still biting. I was just worn out fishing two rods. That's fantastic. (laughs) That is nice. I like that. Tony, for information, I was down at Flagler yesterday at the pier, and they're catching a lot of nice whiting off of the pier there. Hint, hint, a little place you like a little north of there might be worth looking at. Uh, just, you know, just, I'm just saying. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, how'd the, water, how'd the water look down there? I just told you it looked outstanding, and they were killing the whiting off the pier. Oh, my goodness. I'm just, well, you know, I'm off this week, so I might head down there. Absolutely. That was the hint I was giving you. <laughs> you don't take hints back. real good, but that was the hint. <laughs> I got, I got, I just wanted to dig it in with uh, your buddy over there. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, who won that uh, whiting tournament between you and George? Uh, it uh, was, we need to step aside for a break. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't George. Yep. We we knew the answer oh, to boy. that one, man, after the first day or I got, two I got, days. I got cheated on. No, he didn't get cheated <laughs> on. He hurt his shoulder. He wimped out. Oh, I hurt my shoulder. I can't cast. With my ribs. Okay, he hurt ribs. his ribs. Yeah. And, well, that's worse, though. That really does hurt when you try to cast. Oh. But anyway, it was. Uh, it, it, there were some really nice fish early in the year, George. Oh, yeah. And, and uh, I, I got lucky and got one of them, and, uh, and you lost one in the surf. Yeah, and, one right to the guy. I was fired up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Here he is. Here he is. Oh, he's got a spot on his tail. We'll take magic marker on a magic eraser. We'll get that. 
But uh, no, it was uh, uh, there was a lot of good. This was, and I heard Noel Kuhn uh, yesterday. I was listening to Rick Hale's show for a minute, and Noel Kuhn was on there, and he said this was probably the best spring whiting run he's seen in 40 years. Wow. And I wouldn't that, doubt that it because it, yeah. it was outstanding. Oh, yeah, it was excellent. It was I mean, excellent. I, I just went down. I, I Like you, Tony, I, I can't tell you the number of times I went down to 20th Avenue South in Jacksonville Beach of all the hot, hot, hot spots there are and and just got wore out with two rods. Yeah. You know, just wore slap out catching whiting. That's fun. Yeah, so good it, time. It was, it was good, but, but they are catching them at Flagler right now, and they are nice ones. So, well, I appreciate the information. I wonder if the hurricane we had had something to do with this, uh, all these whiting, these big whiting we caught back in the spring. I wonder if that had anything to do with it. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. Turning that bottom up or something. It, I don't it, know. You know, it might have. Who knows? But I, I know we had a great run. Oh, it was awesome. It was, awesome. It was good. Yep, no doubt about fish. it. A lot of big fish caught. A lot yeah. of big fish. Yes, sir. There you go. Yep. All right, man. Go All right, keep... well, that water, let, just tell everybody that water is the color. If you want to catch a permit, that's the right color right there. Yep, yep, no doubt. And you would know because you're the permit king. Ain't no doubt. <laughs> he is. He caught a 20. Well, that was, what was, that it? was for a day. Yeah, but that, hey, you know, has anybody beat you? Have you been dethroned? Oh, yeah. No, I already no, know somebody. No, say no. Say no. <laughs> say no. <laughs> I know somebody, but I won't, won't give the name out. But but uh, <laughs> yeah, was it as big as yours? Bigger. Really? Whoa. Well, okay. You you this are thirty three. You're you 33. are the permit prince then. You're not <laughs> thirty. Thirty three inch. Wait a minute. I'm permit king of the north. He's the permit king of the south. Okay. Uh, okay. Lord. There you go. There you go. That works. That works for me. All right, Tony. Thank you so much, man. Thank you, guys. All See right. you later, Tony. All right, guys, we got to step aside for a short break. When we get back, Mr. Producer, when we get back, Captain David will be live on the water, and then Chris, the gator hunter, and Craig from Costa Rica, we'll be back with more. Now back to Florida Sportsman Magazine Live, right here on Sports Radio 930 and SportsRadio930.com. Are you saying something, Ricky? Uh, yeah, I mean it's am. your usual Boy Scout preparedness. <clears throat> I see that. No, Ed Kalikoskis just uh, just text in and um, and they're going to move the placement. All right, just stop <laughs> yes, Ed. <laughs> Way would to go, you, baby. Would you just stop it? Daytona scuttled uh, two boats this week. They did. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, was so one of them that? the seven? <laughs> <laughs> Knock it off. <laughs> All right, 4th of July sale is next Wednesday, and Proctor Ace Hardware has everything you need to make your backyard the place to be for the 4th. The nurseries are loaded with gallon-sized heat-tolerant summer flowers on sale, three for $10. Proctor Ace also has Yeti on sale now, an entire line including hard-to-find colors like aqua coral and the brand-new gray Yetis. Proctor Ace has big green eggs, Weber, and Traeger grills, including the new Traeger Timberline, and all are on sale, and they offer free assembly and delivery Today, they're cooking on the green, big green egg just to show you how easy it can be to cook like a pro. Proctor Ace stocks Trex, CR Plastics, Windward, and Sunset West Patio Furniture, and it's on sale for up to 50% off. Have you seen their fishing department? They've got everything you need to go fishing. Come by and see why Proctor Ace Hardware was awarded the coolest Ace Hardware store for 2018. You know, if everybody listening didn't know you were a Yankee, they would have known it after that because you didn't take a breath. <laughs> I go, buddy. I mean, you just went, you just, I mean, you're a Yankee. 
Yankee. Uh, we got loaded phone lines. Uh, before we go, go to them, quick update on Robert Davis, Smoking Gun Hunting Preserve. Yes, please. Okay. Uh, he has been transferred to Brooks Rehab here in Jacksonville, so he's progressing well. Good. He 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 might not remember your name. I don't know. But he's uh, he was struck by uh, electricity. He wasn't right. struck by lightning. He, wow. he had an, an unfortunate occurrence with electricity. Got shocked real bad, and and uh, he was at ICU for several days. He's progressing quite well. Uh, we're very, very pleased to hear that, and been transferred because he doesn't need the level of care that that uh, he originally did. So now it's a recovery time, and Brooks will get him back up to speed. and And they say he's doing good, and and a little slow on recognizing your, you know, people like you. <laughs> what does this have to do with me george well i mean he never did like clowns in the little car in the middle of the, of the three ring circus i mean he Love just it. didn't like it <laughs> but anyway uh, anyway he is doing quite well and we're very pleased to hear that i'm, I'm gonna try to go over and see him this afternoon let's go to the phones on the water captain dave david good morning good morning guys good morning how's it going dave you know what we need david we need a little boat in the middle of the three ring circus see how many people who <laughs> never mind <laughs> we get in the little boat. Yeah, let's 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 not and say we did. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you, David. How's it going on the water this morning? It's it's been it's been okay. It's been tough. We we the first spot we stopped at, we pulled pulled a few reds off of it, uh, and then uh, you know we didn't have any low tide today, so we're fishing all incoming tide, which you know which you know is is probably my least favorite, but uh, I'm. Pulled on to this flat. We're on a flat just north of JTB, and we we're, we see fish. We've got some fish feeding. Uh, we came in here earlier, backs out of the water, had one good hit. We we didn't get a good hook on that guy, and uh, then we're, we're we're just sitting here and we're not seeing much action now. So I'm probably uh, going to give this a few more minutes and then pull the plug on this spot and and uh, go out to the river and see if I can get some trout. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's sort of, you know, sort of aggravated. The tide real coming in real slow to me. It seems like it's just trickling in. Uh, but we, we saw some fish. There were some fish up on the flat. Uh, you know, we were able to catch a few. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I was waiting. This spot here we're on now, we've really been seeing some nice reds. But we come in here, and there's, there's you know, probably a dozen fish on this flat or, or more. And we only we'll only catch maybe two, three on a good day, but usually only going to pull two fish out of here. Then you you move on. They're spooked up, and it's time to go. Dave, do you find that more in the summertime than you do the winter? And here's the reason for asking, George. I know you know it, Roger. I know you too. But in the summertime, when it's when it's like it is right now, July, August, that kind of stuff, it just seems to me like so often I'll pull up to a spot. Bam, bam. All right, here we go. We're on them. We're on them. Oh, yeah, and it dies. That's, that's and then, it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and that happens offshore a lot, too. But doesn't it seem kind of particular? That's what I mean, offshore. But yeah. Well, that, it's, it's hot seem, water. I seem think, kind don't of, you? Yes. I think definitely. it's hot water. Doesn't that seem kind of particular to the summertime? Because it, it just seems to me like they're like. They're lazy. Oh, good bait. Uh, you know what? I really don't feel like it. Yeah. <laughs> you know. A little hot. I mean, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, last week uh, when we were offshore Sunday, mm-hmm. we were, what, 86.7? or something like yeah. that yeah yeah i mean really it's, hot. it's up there. warm yeah yeah it is i mean you know a little bit hotter we can just throw the seasoning in and boil the shrimp <laughs> yeah, but that's 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 scary stuff because that's that's big yes. blow weather yes, right that there is big blow weather yeah 
Well, I don't, you know, the temperature is one thing. You got that to deal with this time of year. But I think another big factor, and to me, the biggest factor is there's just so much food for these guys. I mean, we, you know, I've been coming on to this flat, and all I'm seeing is little schools of minnows. You come on now, and there's oysters, everything on here. It's just loaded mm-hmm. uh, with food for these fish. So it's not like, you know, wintertime when there's not much for these guys to eat, and you got cool water temperature, and it's nice and oxygenated, you know, things, things slow down this time of year. You got to be really patient. It's, it's, it can be a tough, uh, tough bite fishing for the reds, mm-hmm. but it, it, it's been good these last few weeks. I mean, you know, even with that, we've still been managing the boat three or four nice big reds, uh, you know, a couple of trouts, a nice flounder this week. And, uh, you know, you just mix it up, but Knowing when to pull the plug on on a spot, I tell you, it's it, you know it's sort of hard when you you know the fish are here and you've seen them, and you know they're big fish. You, you you've seen their backs, and you know you're just wondering, well, you know, should I should I wait here another ten minutes? You know, give it another ten minutes. Give it another ten minutes. After a while, you you just you got to go. You just got to run and gun this time of year, and I, I think that's your best strategy. You know, you go to a spot, you pull a couple of fish out of there, move on. I mean, you've done about as good as you're going to do on these red fish. Unless you, you know, I'm going to deeper spots, too. I'm going to, you know, this time of year, I think a lot of these uh, deeper fish in a little cooler water, they might bite better. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. David, how's your week been? How have you you done? It's been, like I said, uh, Rod, it's been pretty good. I mean, you know, it's it's not gangbuster. But what we're catching has been pretty quality. I mean, it's been some nice fish. We're not getting a lot of dinks and really rat reds and small reds. Uh, a lot of the ones we're catching, even even if we might go out and only catch four fish, but all four of them will go in the box because they're all in the slot and nice fish. Mm-hmm. And we've had a few oversized, too. We've been able to pull a few oversized. But, you know, it's, that incoming time is a tough one. It's a tough one to fish because you're just – Sometimes you're just chasing these fish. Oh, yeah. Well, it, it is nice to have those little rats and the smaller fish because that's, like George, stringer fish. Oh, yeah. If you don't have stringer fish and you've only got a it's few a big fish, day, it's boy. a long day. Right. Yeah. But you're not kidding. As long as they're pulling on something, they're having fun. That's right. That's it. That's it. David, what else is going on? Well, we just we just had a thump here. We just got Ooh, a thump. A thump. <laughs> oh, come on. Take it. Take He's got Oh, God, it's funny. It's almost like he's mouthing it and spitting it. Reel up your slack. I think he's on such a hook. There we go. What we got? We got a little dink. <laughs> oh, really. see, there we go. Stringer fish. <laughs> little dink. I no, like I it. That's all right. He might have high hope, so, I mean, look, you got to think about that. <laughs> Live on the radio, we got you a dink. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Hey, we got one of them here, don't we, Roger? Uh, yeah, Ricky's oh, here. <laughs> You know, I heard one time of Ricky when he was in the dating mode before, you know, Debbie and all, at 2 o'clock in the morning, that had a little dink. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I don't know. George, that W9 that I passed over you this morning, go ahead and slide it in the trash can. Right, you, you don't need to worry about that. Oh, man. All right. Why this fish kept mouthing it and spitting it? He's he barely, uh, barely bigger than the minnow. <laughs> I like well, it. that is a dink there. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow, does he have All a spot? Right, I'm going to pull the plug on this spot. We're going to start running, and uh, we're going to go out to the river and see what we can do out there, a little bit deeper water, see if we can get some of these bigger reds. All Perfect. Right. Thanks, right. Cap. Give, good hey, one, David, David, give out your phone number. Anybody wants to go with you. 
Yeah, 904-708-8915. There you go. Thank you, sir. We see you guys. Tight line. All right. Let's go to – got to count the buttons. One, two, three, <laughs> down. That's Chris, the Gator Hunter. Chris, good morning. Good morning. How's it going, Chris? How are uh, you, Hunter? Well. What's going on? Uh, just, <clears throat> I just want to give you an update on uh, – the licenses uh, just sold uh, Thursday, the last of them, where it was first come, first served. Wasn't a whole lot left. Some Clay counties, <clears throat> some Nassau counties. Uh, one of my buddies got one, and uh, and uh, they're only $60, so you don't have to get a big gator to make your money back on there. But uh, you still have to have one of the uh, original licenses. You have to pick, gotten picked before at $280. So. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, that one you might uh, actually make a dollar on. But uh, it's not for money. I, I tell everybody it's a guaranteed money loser. Uh, yeah. Especially the way <laughs> Welcome to commercial fun. fishing. Yeah. Yep. Well, recreational <laughs> fishermen. Yeah. That's definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, uh, I catch king mackerel to eat, and, and, uh, and I, I can justify my boat. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. I, I look at it as like, what other big game hunting can you do around here? True. That's it. Now that that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a very good yeah. point. Yep, we do a lot of hunting, and every once in a while we get a real nice gator. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, but here's the thing: why does hunting in the state of Florida, whether it's deer, hogs, or gators, involve dacum mosquitoes? <laughs> I mean, you know, and snakes. Uh-uh. Well, don't forget snakes. Well, they go together. Kind I don't of. like snakes. I mean, let's do it in February. Never been a good snake. Let's go <laughs> hunting in February. Yeah, I'm, I'm with that. Mm. Yep. Mm. Uh, the deer cooperate, but the gators don't. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, you got to be good. So have you done much scouting so far, Chris? Well, actually, that's why I was calling. I'm going to Crescent Lake uh, this evening and wondered if uh, any of y'all want to go with me. Oh. Going about 7 o'clock and coming back, yeah, 1 o'clock-ish. I would, uh-huh. I would love to. I will be in Biloxi, Mississippi. Biloxi. That's a good excuse. Are you staying there? Yeah. No, no. Oh. No, no. Ricky, Ricky, Ricky. See, now, here's Ricky at the beginning of the show before we went on there. Oh. You yeah. know that I'm leaving at 9 o'clock, right? I'm, <laughs> I I'm, I got to drive back to Biloxi and back today. I'm no, going I, Biloxi and back today. Yeah, okay. You probably should have left at 4 o'clock this morning. <laughs> but, excuse me. I have to be home by noon tomorrow. I'm sorry. So I'm kind of, I'm going to grab like three hours. Is that all right? No. Oh, okay. I was just checking. <laughs> no, it's not. Okay. I love it. I mean, didn't he not insinuate uh, I, that he was going there <laughs> and back today? That's what he did. He yep. did. Yep. All right. Let's get back to Chris. Okay. Back to Chris. I'm sorry, Chris. <laughs> yeah, just offering uh, if uh, y'all want to go down and uh, ride around uh, at a beautiful Boy, lake. it is gorgeous uh, at night on Crescent. It is, it really is gorgeous. You ought to go, Roger. No kidding. Full moon I mean, tonight, it too. is beautiful. I have plans tonight. I, I, if it wasn't for that. Ricky, don't look. I mean, you, know, <laughs> you have plans? You know, I didn't tell you about the clear water either. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> you have plans? I, I, well, I might, yeah. I mean, I'm just, I love you know, it. You know, and, and I do appreciate the invite, Chris, without a doubt. Definitely. Another, definitely. Another time, I would definitely like to go. Of course. Uh, not, not a problem. We'll uh, uh, let you know about it. Uh, may, a little more ahead of time also. There you go. There you go. That's well, great. All right, man. Well, well, good luck with the season. I'm glad you got the permits and you're ready to go. And uh, if you take Ricky with you one of these nights, you know, if he doesn't come back, it'd be all right. <laughs> <laughs> just, no, is that called bait? Yeah. <laughs> Chris, Dude, do you like Don Demon's dad did Don. with him? Do you remember that? No. Why? Don used to be on the show with us, and he and one time, and, and I I've never forgotten what 
He told me, he said, well, my dad had an unusual way of finding where the alligators were. And I said, what's that? He said, well, he'd hand me a rope tied to a cleat and push me over. And, and then he would just drag him. You, didn't, you don't remember no, that? I, I remember that. I'm not sure I'm buying that. No, well, you, know, I, you know, Don said it. I believe it. <laughs> I, I believe it now. Thank you, Chris. Have a good one, Chris. You're welcome. Thank we you. appreciate Thanks it. for the invitation. Yes, sir. All right, guys, we got to step aside for a short break. When we get back, uh, 33 minutes will be up and then 11. That'll be Craig and Tony. We'll be back with more Florida Sportsman Live right after this. Now back to Florida Sportsman Magazine Live right here on Sports Radio 930 and SportsRadio 930.com. Are you ready to rumble? Yes. The Kingfisher here just in time for the 38th annual one-to-one financial greater Jacksonville Kingfish tournament. And they're looking to earn you a brand new 22-foot contender powered by a 250 Yamaha on a Magic Tilt trailer. The dates are July 16th through the 21st, and the excitement is going to last all week. The general tournament will be a traditional two-day format, and this year's aggregate division will pay a first prize of, you ready for this, Roger? $10,000 cash sponsored by Custom Tree Service. Mm-hmm. Catch the biggest kingfish in the tournament, and you'll go home with a brand-new contender valued at over $86,000. Register today at greaterjacksonvillekingfishtournament.com and get signed up. There, you like that better? That was much more better. I'm awake now. Yeah, yeah, you're <laughs> awake now. I'm awake now. Yeah, you did good. Let's go. The phones go to Craig. Craig, good morning. Morning, guys. How y'all doing? Doing fine. Craig. I'm looking forward to seminar Saturday. Mm. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's going to be a great Saturday. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be great a lot Saturday. of fun. Going to be a lot of fun. But uh, Roger, you getting fired up for it? Um, um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Roger. <laughs> Roger Walker, who yeah. um, who is probably placed. Uh, gosh, you've certainly placed in as many kingfish tournaments as anybody here, and you will be. Yeah, George doesn't fish any. You, you don't know how. <laughs> yes. No, I didn't mean. Oh, I didn't mean here. I meant Ba-bum-bum. here. Okay. <laughs> Craig, that was I'm easy. Tr- I mean, that's right a layup, man. Yeah. Craig, I'm trying. I, I felt all I, can, all I can tell yeah. you is I'm trying. I felt okay. like LeBron James on that one. It just, <laughs> <Shit>. boosh. <laughs> Dude, I, Roger, I had I had three people this week when I told them Roger was going to do the seminar, got lit up. Good deal. They would be there. Excellent. So, George, what about you doing He's, a seminar? So he talked to my three best friends. <laughs> you it. had three friends? Who I, knew? Two. I lost one the other day. Okay. <laughs> okay. No, only kidding. Only kidding. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Speaking of losing somebody, that was a great loss with Carl. Yeah, great, great loss to the state of Florida, Craig. I'm, no doubt. I'm, that's not Absolutely. a job. Uh, that's not a job I'm looking forward to. I promise you that. Are you gonna be the new editor? No, it was a great no, man. No, not hardly. But um, uh, that that uh, uh, running running and my hats off to you there, Ricky. Because I, I, you know. I cry at sad movies, man. The little puppy dog gets lost. I cry, and 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 I just, I could not do what you're gonna do. You know, there's doing, no way. You know, Fred's funeral, um, I knew was coming, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's still, I, it's still tough. I know, and I knew that I was uh, gonna speak, and mm-hmm. I had two years, and George, I literally practiced it. After he got sick. I mean, I started. I knew what was coming. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I knew I wanted the right words so bad. And for two years, I couldn't get halfway through it without breaking down again. You know, I thought, how in the world am I ever going to do this? Then the time came. I just went on autopilot. I went up there and and breezed through it. Never had a 
never had a bad thought. That's because you knew he wasn't going to chew you out for messing up. <laughs> That's probably true. But I've done it ten, <laughs> I've done it ten thousand times. Yeah, you know, yeah. In, in in my mind, and it and it went okay. But, yeah, it, um, it's just yeah, it's really it's really. Uh, I I, just, I couldn't do that. My, my brother did uh, did my mother's, and and there's there's no way I couldn't. Do, I couldn't yeah, have done and, it. and and Craig, I, I and I'll tell you, I'll t- <laughs> tell you what I told the boys when we started the show. You and I have talked a hundred times. We we love offshore fishing. Love offshore fishing. And how many times do we say, you know what they ought to do? And what they ought to do is cut the limit on Cobia. What they ought to do is stop roller netting for kings. What they ought to do, you know, is is stop power heading amberjack. This also, you know, we really love it. They ought to do it. Carl Wickstrom, when he felt like we couldn't net mullet anymore and maintain the balance of, of the ecosystem went and got the net band passed. He didn't yeah, he did. you, you understand my point? He mm-hmm. didn't he didn't mm-hmm. talk about what we ought to do. He did it. Yeah, and that's he right. Changed, he single handedly changed Florida fishing. How how would you like to have that as your legacy? Yeah. 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 I mean he he really did and, and I you know and it it was long before I knew Blair and, and, and got involved with you guys. I uh, when I was a kid, I mean I always opened the Florida Sportsman, and I went right straight to his column. That was the first thing I always started out with. I mean, at, at 11, 12 years old or whenever I started reading it, you know, and, it, and uh, so I was a big fan of him a long time before I was a fan of the family. But, uh, yeah, he single-handedly changed Florida fishing. For, and who's going to step in and fill his, his shoes? Well, he's got all three sons in the magazine, and, and, and mm. that will uh, that will certainly help. But I had an old Sunday school teacher, Craig, that, that – his favorite saying was, um, I, "It loves not what you say; it's what you do." And and Carl Wickstrom didn't talk about things that needed doing; he just did them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My mind was, "What's yeah, love got crazy. to do with it?" <laughs> Craig, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm well, sorry, it was. Craig. I mean, it was. I'm, I'd be sitting there catching flounder, you know, and, and just running. We're trying to have a intelligent conversation here. Could you take a minute off? We're talking about well, something deeper than what's love got to do with it. Okay. <laughs> well, I was talking about flounder fishing. Oh, I mean, you know, when, when you get a bite and you got to wait 30 seconds, you Craig, want to do something. So I just sing what's love got to do with Craig, it. Craig. And boy, what, it's not a pretty song either. Craig, well, it's not that. a pretty sound. I promise yeah, you that. I know, I know. Craig, what's going on in Costa Rica? Well, it, it it fell off a little bit the last two days, and I, I don't know if it's the moon or not. It's been real good, though. I mean, it's still been real consistent. Lots of uh, lots of dorado and yellowfin, and normally the dorado this time of year will get one or two here or there, but we won't get the the schoolies like we're getting right now, the ten, fifteen, twenty pounders, and and I I think that's a pretty good sign because we get a huge, I mean, a massive wave. The full moon in October. Mm-hmm. They, I mean, ninety percent of the time they'll show up right on cue, and then they'll stay around till you know March. They kind of fade off, you know, starting about February. But this year they faded off a little bit, but we're still catching them. Now we didn't get any floor switchers last week. The week before last, we had two or three. A lot of big yellowfin and uh, mm-hmm. some sails, but the marlin fell off a little bit. We only had two marlin this last week, so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, but good fishing, real good fishing. I just uh, I can't wait to get down there in August and sample it myself. Well, we got 
We had Nathan Stewart. Now, Nathan won the tournament Saturday, Saturday, jumped on a plane Sunday, got to Costa Rica Sunday night, and he started fishing with us on Monday. Yeah, that. and that's got to be the week. quickest one that's ever redeemed a certificate. <laughs> I mean, it was like hours. It was hours. Yeah, there's no doubt. That's awesome. I mean, he was there. I saw that, and I went, hold it a minute. What's Russell doing standing up in the little 23 panga smoking a cigar? You know? Oh, by the way, he also got married while he was down there. Just, you know, yeah, he got yeah. bored one afternoon, met a girl, said, what the heck? Well, you know, there's some pretty women down there. No, he <laughs> took one with him, I promise. And she, yes, she's a yeah, pretty he woman. Had, he brought his with him. Yeah. And she's a keeper there, too. That Nathan got Nathan got him a good one there, mm-hmm. for sure, man. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, he spent two weeks down there. But, yeah, we we never had one redeemed quite that bit faster. Because we were, me and Nathan were talking at the boat ramp Friday morning. We were both launching. And uh, he said, uh, you know, I'm going to be there next week. They had talked to us about doing the wedding. And, uh, you know, and I was like, gosh, Nathan, you might want to get some trips booked. And and uh, he ended up winning those, those trips with the certificate from what we donated and mm-hmm. cashed that bad boy in mm-hmm. good. So I think he's fishing again today, uh, today or tomorrow, I forget which. When's but, he getting married? Yeah. He got married down there? Uh, yeah, yeah, he got. I think he got married. Uh, yeah. I don't know, Roger. I think one of the, uh, maybe today. You talking about Nathan? I know if he's fishing with you yeah. today, he might not be getting married. Today. <laughs> no, I think Nathan got married down yeah. there. He's gone down no, there to get did. married, but it was. Oh, oh, yeah, I got you. Okay. There, but I don't know which day it is. It may be. It may be tomorrow. Yeah. I, I I don't know. I don't. You know. I don't keep track of that kind of stuff. Not my job, man. Not my job. But, oh, well, yeah, well, yeah. You know, I understand. <laughs> Had a bunch of fun in that Kingfish tournament, though. The Kingbuster. Yeah. How'd you do? Tell me about your tournament. Oh, man. We fish stories. We got three kings, two Spanish, two Cobias, one Jack, one Shark, and we lost one real nice king right at the boat about uh, probably about 11 o'clock, 1030, something like that. And then lost another one, not not at the boat, but pretty good fish later in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Um, but we had fun. We caught fish. We just didn't catch them. You know, we lost the big ones. It we took, had a money fish, though. Yeah, it took a 30 yeah. to get in the top uh, 20. I know. Nice catch. Oh, yeah, know. nice fish. A lot of fish. A lot yeah. of good fish. Nice. Yeah, hey, yeah, was, yeah, yours, was yours over 30? The one you lost? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, he was well over 30. He was... He was one of those mid thirties, yeah, know, one of them thirty fives. But you know, it would, have, it would have been a fish to weigh in. But you know, it, mm. it's Dutch fishing. We had a lot of fun though. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what counts. That's better conditions. Yeah, that's that's exactly what it is. You know, if you we we didn't lose the fish because of any bad mistakes. It was just the hooks pulled. But you know, that's fishing. But we sure had fun. Yep. There you go, Craig. We're up against the top yeah. of the hour break. Tell everybody how to get a hold of you. Nine oh four. Five nine one two one six one or fishingthesar.com. Have a good yes, one, sir. Craig. Thank you, Craig. Thank you, Craig. Thank All you right, guys, we got to step aside for the top of the hour break. We'll be back with more live Florida Sportsman Live without Captain Ricky right after this. <laughs> Ed.
And now, it's time to grab a cup of coffee, sit back in your Lazy Boy, and take a trip into the great outdoors. Get ready for your up-to-the-minute fishing report from every piece of water on the First Coast. Here's the three guys with salt water in their veins and big fish in their dreams. Sports Radio 930. And we are back for hour number three, the Strike Zone Hour. Captain Ricky missed that, didn't he? Missed he? That. he sure did. <laughs> he missed that. Go by Strike Zone, get all your supplies for the upcoming Kingfish tournaments and all, and, and your regular everyday fishing supplies. Uh, I do, Ricky does, George does, everybody does. The best tackle shop in Jacksonville, Strike Zone on Beach Boulevard. Uh, George, yeah. cat, the cat's away. <laughs> <laughs> Now we can now, have fun. Now we have some fun. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and let's go to Captain Tony. Tony, thank you for holding so long. All right, Roger. What's happening, guys? How's it going, Tony? It's going good, George. Hey, Ricky, do you see that picture of that trout this week? Yeah, Ricky Ricky is gone. He, he had he, to, he's he, got to go back to Biloxi. Yeah, he's, he's taking the grandkids back to Biloxi. So uh, we have the next hour off, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a great, great half hour show here. Yeah, <laughs> probably will. Probably will. One out of three hours is going to be there great. There you go. Today. You got it. There you go. Without a doubt. Uh, I did see a picture. I did see a picture, and that is a stud. Yeah, that fish was just shy of nine pounds, thirty inch trout. Hadn't seen one of them in a long time. Wow. That ain't the one I'm talking about. I was talking about the redfish. The redfish. But tell us about the trout first. Oh, we had a couple real big studs. That redfish was caught yesterday, but I'll get to him in a minute because it's kind of a unique catch. But, no, uh, guys, the uh, the trout this week, I had my, my good buddy Will Fellner. That's the second biggest trout he's had. I mean, he's, on May 2nd some years ago, about six years ago, he had a, a nine-and-a-half-pounder. And then this week, well, we got out really early and targeted him, and he had a um, an eight-and-a-half-pound, 30-inch trout. and. Well, that's a fat daddy there. That's awesome. Yeah, that was, oh, George, it was just something to see. And, of course, you know, we took some beautiful pictures, revived it, and we released that. Oh, cool. And, you know, that picture you saw, Raj, that fish was, uh, my tape only goes to 40 inches, and that fish was about 44, 45 inches. <sighs> and we caught him in three foot of water on a diving lip plug on 10-pound test. And, oh, uh, I, man. <laughs> yeah. It was a great fight. I ran him with the boat because he was in shallow water, so I didn't burn him out. But uh, we boated him, and uh, right on the left, it was just fantastic, man. That was Tim Martin from my, my church out here. Yeah, how how much do you think that fish weighed? That was a big fish. I was saying he, he felt to me to be about 36 pounds, 38 pounds. Oh, that's right a there. monster that's a stud. on 10 pound, 10 pound test. test. It doesn't get any better than oh, that. Oh, it doesn't that's get awesome. any better now. What was he doing back there? <laughs> he eating? <laughs> Whatever Anything he, want, he, what wanted, he wanted, wanted to do. To. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Ain't no porpoise going to mess with me. <laughs> no no osprey's going to pick me up either. Nope. <laughs> wow. Well, it's, it's, Roger, it's really unique. It's kind of like where I catch him in that shallow water. There's just a hump in the river, and it's like, on this legend, they'll get on it at certain times when I look at certain bait that's there. Of course, um, you know, the, I think the second cast, because we're real quiet, they spook easy, but I think the second cast, uh, Tim Martin, he had them and he hooked them up. And, of course, uh, we dug that plug out of the – it was hooked in the top of his throat, so it was about six or eight inches down his throat. We only had him on a 20-pound leader, so that didn't break, and the fish, we released him in great shape. Oh, that's wow. awesome. That's that is fantastic. wonderful, man, that, and that's such a great fish. Uh, I saw a picture of um, – oh, God, who was it? Uh, K. Joe. Uh, from, you know how Facebook, they'll show you the memories from two years ago? <laughs> yeah. 
and and they had somebody had a big one in the surf, you know. And usually you don't catch those big, big ones, ones in, in the, the surf. surf, yeah. And when you do, man, that that's is awesome. that's a fight. Yeah, that's a that, fight. You're that, not lying. That about is a that. fight because they don't they <laughs> don't want to get in six inches of water. <laughs> nope. No yeah. Well, to get in these guys, it's just three foot of water that comes out gradual and, and then it just drops down. And, um, you know, right now with the way the fishing is, I mean, of course, every July or coming into July is like this. Everything I get out really early and it's very spot specific. I mean, if I have reds in the back country, if the tide is low, I'll go chase them. Or if the tide's incoming like we got today, I mean, I'll probably fish chasing on uh, trout or something that we can catch because comes 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, I mean, it's that that place is a ghost down out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's because of the heat, you think? Yeah, I took my little thermometer the other day. I had a couple kids and uh, that had came down from up north, and uh, I just put them on some fun fish and some, you know, some stuff that we could catch. But by ten o'clock, or by, I remember about quarter after ten, I think that heat index laying in the bottom of the hues was it was well over a hundred degrees, just laying that thermometer on, just incredibly hot. So try to get out of there before it gets too bad. There you go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Crank the boat up to cool off a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, that's so weird, too, George. I mean, gosh, I was cussing the wind all year with these <laughs> trying to generate it. <laughs> yeah, I understand. <laughs> yeah, the other day when we were offshore uh, last Sunday, the, we got a water temperature, and I said it earlier in the show, but I'll say it again, 86.7, 15 miles off the beach. Wow. That's hot. Yeah. That's hot. And you just walk into that like you're at like bath water. Oh, yeah. Pretty close. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, it'll feel good, but it's still hot. <laughs> hot, yeah. Well, in my opinion, though, guys, I mean, unless, you know, we're doing stuff off the beach or with the bait and stuff, inshore, gosh, July and August could be a, you know, it's it's like David said before. I mean, it's very specific, and uh, I just go target the certain species you want because once that sun gets up, I mean, really, I kind of midday, you're, you know, it's just really, really tough. Mm-hmm. Got to make sure you stay hydrated, too. Oh, yeah. But uh, anyway... Roger, hunting season's one day closer after today. Uh, yeah, yeah. What's the date? The thirtieth? Is it the thirtieth? Today's the thirtieth. Yeah, 30th, yeah. Today's thirty. Yeah, but it's one day closer after yesterday. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. yesterday- we just we just put in for our leftover elk tag. So on uh, July twelfth, we'll see if we get those. So that's the next major event. I hope that happens in my world. Yeah, and I put in for it also, and and yesterday was a cutoff. <laughs> So, well, good. You know, I hope that I hope we get a chance to hunt together. And no doubt about that. That would be good. That would be fun. I, I'm gonna be out there anyway. So if I don't get drawn, I'll still be. I got two um, antelope tags. Oh well, good deal. Well, I'm gonna be somewhere out there. I'm just trying to put the plan together. If the states work with me, um, I'll be there somewhere. Yeah. Well, hopefully you'll get drawn. You'll be right there, and and we'll all get to <laughs> fellowship together. Fellowship. I like it. <laughs> No, it's a and, lot of fun. You get out and there leave and, Rick home. Yeah, well, <laughs> he's been invited numerous times, and uh, and for whatever reason, he he hesitates. And I mean, early on when we were inviting him, he said, "Look, I just don't have as much experience. I think to go out there and yeah. and hunt elk like you do, you know." And and there's a lot of truth to that, oh, yeah. You know, because it is that's he, a different world out there, isn't it, Tony? I tell you what, though, you know, with all the hundreds of deer and pigs and turkeys, until you, I went elk hunting, that that is hardcore, hardcore hunting right there. Yeah, it yeah. is, especially out there in the Rockies. It, you start out at a base camp at 8,500 feet. Better be in shape, too. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> God. And, you know, I, it, it, yeah. 
I mean, it'll it'll really. I tell you, it'll test you in some some situations we've been in. It'll test you. Well, yeah, the the sucking air is. The, <laughs> I mean, you know, there's not as much O2 in the air in the atmosphere at 8500 where we start, or or at 9500 or 10,097 where where we usually finish. But it's man, uh, you can you can walk up a uh, like a stairway here, yeah, and you might go <gasps> at the top of the stairway. There, you walk up that same distance, and you're like, <laughs> yeah. oh my gosh, I'm dying. <laughs> there you I mean, go. you know, this is crazy. It takes about, uh, well, you know, they say. Uh, two weeks, but it really takes at least three or four days to start acclimating. It's, yeah, getting you know, your body used to it. That's wild. Yeah, yeah. We don't, we don't let anybody do any hard labor the first day when they fly in. You, no, you sit back, you relax. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and I got out there one year and, and was uh, it was bringing in wood for the fire. You know, the fire pit on the porch. I was doing all that stuff and getting the snow off the porch and do and just. Trying to stay busy and working, you know. And that night, man, I had the worst headache. And I'm going, <laughs> Brad goes, "Yeah, you should have laid back, like we told you." And I went, "You're, you're <laughs> yeah, right, you're right. right. Yeah. I should have the first day, but I just, you know, wanted to be doing something, helping out. You know how that is." I'm oh ready. yeah, yeah. I'm ready, Tony. I'm ready. You ready? Let's go. Let's ready, go. but anyway, guys, I'm going to get back to my my stuff here, and uh, you guys have a great day. Yes, sir. Yeah, Thank you, one, sir. Take care. You got it. I love it. All right, guys, we're going to step aside for a short break. When we get back, we'll take your phone calls at 448-0930. You're listening to the Florida Sportsman Live on Sports Radio 930. Now back to Florida Sportsman Magazine Live right here on Sports Radio 930 and com. And we are back. We just had an Amber Alert come in. I think Ringling Brothers is looking for one more. Anyway, that'll be Ricky. Ricky, turn around. Anyway, <laughs> let's go to the phones to Lisa. Lisa, good morning. Well, good morning, gentlemen. How are you? Well, Do- yeah, we're, <laughs> we're doing a lot better. Rick's gone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ricky's, oh, my goodness. Yeah, Ricky's not here. You know, uh, cat's away. Mice will play. <laughs> anyway, um, did we have a winner this week? You know, we had a winner last week. Um, yes, I know that. But we have. Yeah, but we've had, so he was number five, and now we have 11. So we had six more fish caught, but none of them were registered for the competition. Oh, oh shame, shame, shame. Therefore. You know, I, I don't know what's going on. Um, this is more than we had last year at this point. Um, you know, and it's really, it's kind of... Um, I guess it's interesting yet still baffling to understand how there were many of those that caught the fish that knew about the competition but just didn't register because they just never thought it would happen to them. There you go. And we're talking about the star uh, contest with the CCA. You pre-register, and if you catch one of their tag fish, uh, you can win like a a contender boat or a a truck or, you know, the first guy. A Carolina yeah. yeah, I mean, just yeah. the little list goes on and on and uh, all Amazing. the prizes. So, uh, you know, it's just one of those things. Well, you know, but I, I try to remind everyone, you know, even though our signature division is tagged fish, we have 15 other divisions that are untagged fish. Mm-hmm. We have trout, non-tagged redfish, snook, dolphin, grouper, kingfish, tarpon. So if you catch any of those species 
They're legal fish. You take a picture of them um, with the official measuring device and submit them. You have a chance at winning some really significant prizes, and these are guaranteed prizes, guys. We're not talking, you know, uh, payout if you own if we have a certain number of registered anglers. We pay out first through sixth place in almost every single division. That's awesome. That's yep. really and good. every first yeah. place prize is valued at over fourteen thousand dollars. We've got brand new boats, easy go EV Prowler, brand new one fifty Yamaha motor. Um, I mean, these are these are not shabby prizes, and and so you know, it only takes one fish to win because it's a random draw in most of the divisions, and legal entry of one fish per species per day. Okay, up here in our area, you released what five fish? We released five fish in Duval County. Yes, and and then one of them has been recaptured. One of them has been recaptured. So That's correct. Yep, there's still four yeah, out there waiting. Left. Yeah, waiting. Mm-hmm. Well, and you've got Nassau north of you, mm-hmm. which isn't that far, and they have three fish. Mm-hmm. And then south of you, you've got St. John's, and they've got four fish, and Flagler has four fish. So all within a very close proximity to you, you have some really significant numbers of tagged redfish. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know... Get out there and 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 in the process of trying to catch your tagged redfish, you're going to catch untagged fish, and enter them in the competition. It's a strategy, and it, you know you don't have to be the best angler to win. It's not the biggest fish. We do a random draw. Last year, the guy who won the trout division entered one trout, and he mm. won a brand new boat. Wow! <laughs> Reg, you know, registration is only seventy five dollars. Mm-hmm. Does that include yeah. your membership with uh, CCA? That includes your membership with CCA, yeah. There you go. That's so awesome. If you're already a CCA member, it's only $40 to register. And for Kids to Fish Star, it's free if they're a CCA member. If they're not, it's only 10 bucks, And we award $100,000 in college scholarships. Wow. To $25,000 scholarships and 10 $5,000 scholarships. Over the last three years, we've, we've awarded over $300,000 in college scholarships. That's awesome. That's fantastic. Well, you know, there's people that keep calling and wanting to redo my college <laughs> loans there. Can you get them off my back? <laughs> <laughs> well, if you know, you know, youth anglers, there are so many kids that, you know, your neighbors and things like that. I have one gentleman in Tampa. Every time he calls in, he gives us a hundred bucks and he says, register the next 10 kids that you bump into, register them for the star competition. And so we register them. Um, Ronald Kersey has registered close to 50 youth anglers. He donates a hundred bucks every time he sees us. And just, just an amazing man. Uh, He doesn't get to fish as much as he'd like, but. Um, every time he gets a chance, he's registering other kids because he wants them to have the opportunity to win sc- college scholarships. Mm-hmm. No doubt, no doubt. That's fantastic. You know, people who are not into fishing can also get involved in this because there's a trash division. So if you're out on the water and you're just paddling your kayak around and you want to gather a five-gallon bucket full of garbage, take a picture of it on the official measuring device. 
submit it, and you have a chance at $1,500 cash from Sunsect Insect Repellent. <laughs> I mean, there's just there's so many ways. It's the Costa Kick Plastic Trash Division. They're giving away Costa sunglasses, um, Academy Sports and Outdoors gift certificates, West Marine gift certificates. We've got all kinds of prizes to award. And um, our awards banquet is going to be October the 20th in Crystal River at Rock Crusher Canyon, a really cool place. And we will be awarding those scholarships. And we have um, a really neat artist, um, Cletus Judd, will be coming and, and performing for us. So um, he's really, he's a hoot and be fun to watch. And he's got some new stuff coming out. So if you guys uh, have an opportunity and want to come down there and join us, we'd love to have you. So you're talking about you're going to have a party. <laughs> we are going to have open bar. Um, open bar? Open bar. Open. Always, open open uh, bar. Don't say that a bunch of, around a bunch of rednecks. <laughs> well, you know, um, we understand that, and therefore, because of that, we have trolleys that will take you to and from your um, accommodations there in Crystal River and make sure that you get to your uh, hotel room safely after a night of enjoying uh, the awards ceremony. And it's just a great time. Um, It's a great place to make a a weekend of it, enjoy some great fishing and and, um, listen to some good music and see some kids that are happier than I've ever seen those children when they're winning. Okay, okay, I I got a comment. Okay. Yeah. Don't say the word trolley. (laughs) Not to a redneck, because... Trolleys are in San Francisco, <laughs> and we, we don't do San Francisco well. So should I, I say transport? Yes. How about transport? Yes. 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 Or buggy. Uh, buggy, buggy works. Buggy, buggy works buggy. good. Okay. Yeah. We got a buggy to take you to and from. I love it. Uh, now that yeah. works. That works. That good. works. Is there a cooler well, on the buggy? Yeah. <laughs> of course. Perfect. Of course. Our angle cooler will be on the buggy to get you started with libation. Oh, there, perfect. What perfect. awesome! <laughs> Can't we, cover every, yep. we cover every aspect. So, um, you know, the way you can get registered is www.ccaflstar.com. Get yourself registered, and um, you know, start fishing with us. I do have to tell you one thing. Yes. I, I, the other day, I was up in your area, mm-hmm. and I never knew this. I put out signs regarding STAR. Mm-hmm. Put a, <laughs> excuse me. I put them out at Sisters Creek Boat Ramp. Right. I put them out some different areas. Uh, look look here. Well, I got to tell you something real quick. In this town, STAR on the north side means something different. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm just saying. But, okay, but go, but go ahead. So it probably ties in with your your story. But go ahead. So I, I've gotten these signs out all over, and I put them at mostly broke ramps. But I put one right there at Hexer Drive, where the gate gate um, convenience store is. Mm-hmm. And I get a letter from the city of Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. And I get a fifty five dollar citation for putting my sign out there. <laughs> Wow. Really? <laughs> yes. It's illegal. It's illegal. To yep. In, uh, on um, city property. Uh, you know, was, that guy hasn't worked 
three days this year. Yeah. <laughs> and and he's and his boss was probably on and said, Look, you gotta bring me you gotta, something. Yeah, you gotta find somebody. And so he, he <laughs> hey, you're the lucky recipient. Oh man. Yeah. So um, you know, that sign is no longer there. Um, but I just wanted everybody to know that we're happily going to pay it because we didn't know that we weren't doing the right thing. And I'll just keep putting them at the boat ramps where I won't get in trouble. There you go. Mm, Okay. Yeah. (laughs) That works for me. (laughs) So now, are you guys uh, kingfishing much? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're catching them there. That's a good bite of mackerel have been on the beach. Um, They're playing down a little bit. We've got some nasty water that's come in here from somewhere. We think up north. Some Yankee shipped it to us, but we got some. <laughs> oh, yeah, we got some dirty water, but uh, they're still fishing it. So you know, we're catching fish, and we're before the kingfish tournament. Hopefully, it'll all be cleared out and straightened out for the weather. There's yeah. plenty of bait, and well, they're nice size. Everything looks good. A lot of tarpon around well, too. Well, I'm going to be up there for the kingfish tournament, so we need to get all the youth anglers registered before they go out and fish that event. All right, let me ask you this: Are you going to be? Uh, up here for the redfish part of the kingfish tournament. So I will not personally be there, but I will have a representative there. Unfortunately, I cannot make it. But they will be there for the captain's meeting on the 13th at Sisters Creek Boat Ramp. Right. And if if you guys want to get registered at that point, you're welcome to get registered. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with Manny Altman um, from your area. She has a company called Tail and Toads. And um, she has volunteered to help me um, cover that one and get people registered. So there will be a way for you to get registered when you come to the uh, captain's meeting. Okay, so every kid. Let me ask you this. If a kid catches a tagged redfish, what's the deal? If a child ages 6 to 17 catches a tagged redfish, he wins a brand-new Carolina Skiff 16-foot center console with a 40-horsepower Yamaha and trailer mapped out with a Solix 7 and a brand-new trolling motor on the bow. Okay. Wow. So so it's for a kid who is not a CCA member, it costs $10. $10. That- okay. That's correct. That's awesome. All right. Well, uh, then, That's cool. then basically what I'm going to do right here, right now, is I'll pay every kid that fishes the, the that redfish tournament on the 14th of July. I'll, I'll pay every one of them ten dollars. Oh wow! I don't know how many there be. Oh. I hope there's fifty of them. That's awesome. Right? Oh my gosh, that is so wonderful. Well, I will let Manny know that. Yep. And I will put that. Um, that is. Well, I want I one of them to win. Oh, I mean, yeah. they got to win. We got to win. We got to win. That's there's it. four fish out there with tags. Come on, guys. <laughs> Catch one. That is so amazing. Thank and, you. And I don't know how many kids will be in it. I mean, if, if, if it's only five, it, I'll pay every one of them. If it's 50, I'll pay every one of them. That's I don't awesome, care. Roger. That's yeah, awesome. You know, I mean, Roger, that is so amazing. And I have your credit card number, so I know. How I know. <laughs> you want to hear something? Here, here's, here's the best part about that particular thing you just said. I was going to Costa Rica about two months ago, and my that credit card fell apart. Fell apart. It went into three pieces. The little chip comes out and the card splits. <laughs> it's in three pieces. So I go to get another one. Long story short, that one's no good anymore, Lisa. <laughs> oh man. Yep. Sorry. I waited too long to use it. I yeah. waited too long to use it. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it ends with a six, seven, nine, six. It ain't no good, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, Roger, um, yeah, that just shows how big your heart is. I, 
I can't tell you how much we appreciate that. And, um, you know, I know that all the youth anglers, that a lot of the parents don't get them registered. It's hard, you know. Um, they just, in today's economy, so many people just don't think that, you know, anything. But it's easy to catch a jack or a ladyfish or a sheephead, small, you know, legal trout. It's easy to catch those. Mm-hmm. And that's all they have to catch. There you go. Awesome. Well, what I'll do is I'll get with Rosemary. Uh, she runs the show out there, you know, on the, the administrative end of it. I'll get with her and, and uh, give her that information, too. And then I'm sure she can make sure that it happens and I get billed properly. <laughs> so so that will well, be good. And I'll reach out to you as well just um, so that you know I will have those set up. Um, those will be complimentary so that when a child steps up to get registered, we'll have someone there registering them. Rosemary doesn't handle that. We do. Okay. So, Perfect. Um, then please do it and just and just hit me with the bill. I will we'll do that, Roger. Pass it I on sure to Rick. Rick. <laughs> no, we won't pass <laughs> it on to Rick. Well, it, it, again, um, if they want to get any further information or if they want to go online and register, it's www.ccaflstar.com. We so appreciate it. Um, come out and see us at the Kingfish Tournament. We'll have a booth out there. We'll be giving away hats and T-shirts and all kinds of stuff. So There you go. And we'll have honorary hat and T-shirt for you, Roger. Oh, perfect. <laughs> perfect. Thank you very much. Thank you, guys. All right. Thank, Thank you, have babe. A have a good one. All right. And yes, the, sir. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Miss Excuse ma'am. me. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, we, we're going to step aside for a short break. Before we do, i just say this. Uh, hopefully the kids will show up for this tournament. The tournament is on the 14th of July. It's sponsored by Jacksonville Marine Charities in conjunction with the Greater Jacksonville Tournament, tournament Week. It's actually the week before the tournament week, but the 14th of July, 13th at Sisters Creek, Jim King Boat Ramp is where the, the uh, captain's meeting are. Go to uh, uh, www.kingfishtournament.com for more information. There you go. We'll be right back after this. Back to Florida Sportsman Magazine Live, right here on Sports Radio 930 and SportsRadio930.com. And we are back. This is the third hour of the show, the Strike Zone Hour. Go by and get y'all your uh, fishing supplies, and they they have good, beautiful ribbon fish. They have chum. I I really suggest you don't pull either. You don't, you know, in the kingfish tournament. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, and and uh, to be to be straight up with you on that, the uh, the fish. You know, Georgia, there's years when they they key on ribbon fish, and there's years when they, they don't. don't. Right. This is a key on ribbon fish year. All right. And. And there's a there's been a lot of controversy about chum. Do you pull chum? Do you not pull chum? Especially on the beach where there's generally a lot of sharks. Sharks, right? I pulled chum. I never saw a shark. Yeah. I oh, mean, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And and I talked to other people who've been pulling chum. So uh, to give you a little edge, <laughs> you might want to pull chum. You might want to have ribbon fish. Oh yeah. There I mean, you, you go. Just might want to. <laughs> and if you want to hear that again, you can come to the seminar we're having on the fourteenth. Uh, at West Marine. There you go. And I don't know what time I'll be on, but uh, I will be there. Let's go to Rob. Rob, good morning. Good morning, Captains. Man, what's How's going, going on? Captain Roger, that was very generous of you to do that for the, the kids that are going to be in the tournament. That is the sign of a real sportsman that wants to give back to the sport that's given him so much. I, well, thank you, but I, I just want to see one of those kids win that boat. Oh, yeah. I want to see him win that boat. But that, Would that be cool? Be yeah, awesome. that'd be awesome. Yeah, 
I've been sitting here uh, making up a new order for Strike Zone. Mm-hmm. The uh, refreshing their uh, no brainers, mini brainers, and uh, recently I started uh, mm-hmm. some mini popping corks, which are only three eighths of an ounce, which more rods can throw. Uh, when I developed the uh, the three quarter ounce one, it was for the charter captains that fish with a heavier rod. Uh, but not everybody can throw a nobody has a rod that throws three quarter to an ounce. And sales on those is real good, so I'm restocking that. Uh, go to Strike Zone, mm-hmm. buy stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, yeah. look if you're a fisherman. And it's raining, it's nasty, there's a northeaster, there's a hurricane, tropical storm, whatever, it doesn't matter, and you're bored. You go to strike zone. You go to strike zone and you will buy something because there's there's he's got too much stuff. You it's, he's got something. everything. It's, you always see something that you don't need, but yeah. you get it anyway. <laughs> yeah. Like I you know, I need a deboner for a Spanish mackerel. I mean <laughs> I mean I troll them all well, I might not troll them very well, never. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but but you know, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And there's always something there. Yep. I, I bought I bought a bunch of rigging wax string about a month ago. <laughs> George, what was I thinking? Well, I mean, I don't use it. Don't use it. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I go out the stream one time a year, and I use <laughs> copper wire. I mean, what you know? Yeah. Eight ninety five. Well, me the rigging, Roger. Uh, you want the rigging string? It's a, yeah, it's I, a, I use uh, thirty and fifty pound. Um, I'd appreciate it if you came by. I, I got something I want to show you. Okay, well, I, I will, and I don't, I don't know what poundage. I didn't know they came in poundage. <laughs> <laughs> I just picked one up, grabbed it, and went. You know that makes sense. Oh, yeah. if you're rigging for a shark, it might need to be some cable or something. <laughs> you know? Whatever you're, I love it. Golly. All righty. Well, y'all have a great weekend and love the show. Thank you. Thank sir. you very much, my friend. You have a good one. All right, George. All right, guys, the phone lines are wide open. Give us a call at 448-0930. is area code 904 for you iHeartRadio fans. 448-0930. George, have you been offshore lately at all? No, I haven't. Like I said, I cracked a couple of ribs there, and I haven't been in a boat because it hurts to move and breathe and sneeze and do whatever. Well, let me ask you something really important. Have you eaten oysters lately? (laughs) Because, I mean, we had this deal where Ricky was going to – we could put a $50 gift card up to the fish company, and we were going to go on a Tuesday and thir- or Wednesday right. when they have their specials. Of course, at happy hour, they have their specials all week. All week, right. <clears throat> I think, except for Sunday. But anyway, I hadn't seen that gift card. Uh, <clears throat> I haven't heard about it either. So, <laughs> I, You know, but we, we need to go. Of course, definitely. I'm I mean, in there. Put I mean, me they in, got great oysters. Put and me in, Coach. I'm ready to play. Great food. Yeah. Wow. One of my favorite places to eat, Fish Company in Atlantic Beach. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, Bill I, and Ann Penter. Yeah. They're so nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they're pretty good cooks. <laughs> Not I mean, too shabby. <laughs> I mean, you know, if, if you look at his pedigree, <laughs> yep. uh, yeah, yeah, it stretches way back, and there's some names of restaurants that we would go, oh, really? <laughs> that was him? <laughs> that was him? <laughs> yep. Oh, my. I love but, it. Any, anyway, uh, great people, great folks, great time. Um, I was hoping you had been offshore. What have you heard from offshore? I've heard that uh, the fish has been a little slow bottom fishing. Yeah, and it, it, uh, you think that's because of the I, water? I think it might be because of the water. Yeah. And uh, uh, But a friend of mine was out uh, last week. Mm-hmm. They were diving. Mm-hmm. And he said they were a group run every place that they went down on. Really? Yeah. 
He said there was group on. I mean, mo- the most grouper he's seen in probably six or eight years. Yeah, yeah, because since we had that water. bad water. Yeah, and uh, of course they were shooting them, but it's I, it's not illegal, but I don't condone it. Well, but, uh, with a fish that is in such rarities. Oh, exactly right. Yeah, come on, guys. Yeah, I'm I mean the, the fish has thing. a choice whether he wants to bite a hook or not. That's right. Your line can break, the knot yeah. come untied, or he doesn't bite, or he or does you bite can him. be 67 and not be able to pull him out of the way from <laughs> exactly. the ledge. That's exactly right. He snatches you up two times in a row. <laughs> not that we would admit no, to not like that. that, not a bit. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I mean, I I never had heartburn about that. Oh no. But I got I've due on this particular uh, case uh, because we're, they're the so rare in this oh, area yeah. right now. Uh, they don't have a choice, right? You know, when you go there and go boom. Oh yeah, and, and especially when the water's <laughs> real cold, they're real lethargic. They don't move. Mm-hmm. They, they can swim right up and pet them on the head before they shoot them. You know, oh, it's, that's it's terrible. But like you said, it's not legal. I mean, it's no, not, not illegal. illegal. Yeah, and and they're not selling them, so they're you know they're taking them home for dinner. Mm-hmm. So, but it, you know, it's a tough situation there. But like you said, they either got a choice where they bite or they don't bite. That's or right. the line breaks or yeah. they drag you in the wreck and cut you off, you know, and just. Uh, um, well, I've been twice for grouper. Yeah. And I think both times I had grouper on. Uh-huh. And both times, every time. <laughs> they eluded you. They won. <laughs> yeah. Let's put it that well, that's way. That's what's fun about it, you know. Oh, yeah. It's, it's just getting the bite and having the fish on. And if you catch him, it's a bonus. But if he gets away, so what? You had to buy him and had him on, you know? You know, I, I, and I got to tell you, I went out, um, oh, God, when the Cobia tournament was on. Yeah. I had this brainstorm. <laughs> it was an epiphany. And and my deal was, I'm going out there with live pogies, and I'm going to drop down to the bottom, and I'm going to catch the Cobia <laughs> on the bottom with live pogies, which was really a good that plan. Was, that was a good thought. That was a good yeah. plan. So I had uh, Scott Jones and Colin Phillips on the boat, two excellent fishermen, two great jig fishermen for Cobia. And they were doing the jigging, and I was dropping down. Well, when a Cobia hits he'll on the bottom, he'll kind of start running out. Right. Okay, so right. I got to give him a little drag, right? <laughs> well, I mean, George, oh, yeah, sure. I got to give him a little drag, let him, let him run. That's I right, mean, yeah. You know, because they're not going to run into anything. <laughs> right. Okay, so. Unless it's not a cobia. <laughs> therein lies the fallacy of my theory. Oh, love. Because I had like three in a row that weren't cobia. <laughs> and I don't think they were mule staffer either. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I, I think you, I had you, three you in a row. You can't give them an inch. No, you can't you, give them an inch. You, and you I was giving them a mile. <laughs> I was going, oh, yeah, you're a Kobe. Yeah, go ahead, buddy. I'm going to show you something. I got you, and no, you don't. Boink. Uh, we're anchored now, boys. <laughs> something wrong. So, so back then I realized that we were having some grouper in because I did lose. I did have yeah. three in a row. I mean, I'm going, oh, my gosh, you got to be kidding me. It's another grouper. <laughs> I love like it. I thought I'd ever be saying that again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't he realize I'm Cobia fishing? I'm yeah, Ripper fishing? Yeah, <laughs> I, I agree. I agree. All right, guys, we got to step aside for a short break. When we get back, we'll take your phone calls at 448-0930. That's 448-0930. You're listening to the Florida Sportsman Live on Sports Radio 930. Now back to Florida Sportsman Magazine Live right here on Sports Radio 930 and SportsRadio930.com. And we are back. Again, if you want to be part of the show, call us at 448-0930. Let's go to the phone lines and go to Don. Don, good morning. Morning. How's it going, Don? What is going on down there? Lots of kingfish again. Lots of kingfish again. Lots of kingfish. (laughs) 
That's mm. great. That's awesome. So they're good, all over the place. Got some good ones? Uh, 30 to 40 pounders Ooh. on the beach right now. Mm. Okay. Not that, tons of them, but they're there. That, yeah. That'll do. I mean, <laughs> that'll do. I mean, you can twist my arm. <laughs> and and now, all the smaller ones you want. So Yeah, mm. they, they had a big run of small ones up here, too. They're offshore. Get out there at 7 and you're home by 9. So. Yeah, that's even better. <laughs> well, you know, a friend of mine did that. And he got out there at 7.30, and he said by 8.30 it was over. Yep. Wow. But he had a 38. <laughs> he had several nice dang, ones. Dang the bad luck. Yeah, you know. <laughs> you're going to pack it in one hour, make it a good hour. And yeah, it was, there you oh, go. yeah. It was a good hour. There's no doubt about that. Uh, how's it's the water look? Go bottom fishing. Yeah, well, bottom fishing, I, you know, I'm not a fan right now. <laughs> they won't let me catch and keep what I like to catch and keep. Oh, I don't know. A lot of nice mangoes out there. Yeah. Do you like those? Do you really? Mm-hmm. Do you like bluefish too? <laughs> uh, I. It makes a hell of a fish dip. Now, okay, I, yeah. I can see that point. But, yep. but I'm along not, with those kingfish. <laughs> I can see that point also. But but uh, yeah, I agree with that. But I mean, uh, I've just never been a mango. F- George, you yeah, like them? I like them. Yeah. Do you I really? Do too. Yeah. I mean, you Best grew for, up on the same street. I did. I How can that be? <laughs> yeah. You probably never they're, caught any. They're catching some nice ones. I'm not good yeah. at it. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell you that. I love catching those down in the Keys. They're on 10-pound test line up in the mangroves. And yeah. About four, three, four, five-pound fish. Yeah. They're, they're, they're awesome. Really good to eat, especially yeah. when you catch them, take them home, and cook them that day. You know, they're, they're fresh. They, they taste good. I like them. Okay. Oh, all fish better that way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, fresh. No Every, doubt. Everybody goes, Captain George, boy, I bet you got a lot of fish in your freezer. I no. Said, no, I don't have any. He said, what do you mean? I said, if I'm going to eat fish, I catch it that day and, and eat, eat it, it that day yeah. or, or eat it the next day. You know? That's like Brad Reed was the same way. He, yeah. goes, he goes, you know, and he is doing frozen fish now because he takes it to Wyoming. Wyoming, yeah. <laughs> to, uh, and he feeds, you know, he puts on a big fish fry every year sure, up there. Sure, sure. And, and everybody loves it. Oh, know? yeah. Uh, they have that's as fresh as they can possibly yeah, get. Fresh as they know? can possibly get up there. Yeah. So you know they they enjoy it, but but I'm with you. Fresh is the best, no doubt about. And it. bleeding a fish is better. That's exactly right. Doesn't matter what it is. Yep, we learned that pretty quick. Long as it's not a forty pounder and a kingfish. <laughs> yeah, you don't want him to bleed. <laughs> no, no, no. And and here goes another tip for you guys. Well, I use what I call bullets. Bullets. Yeah. It's a fem- female hygiene uh, product. <laughs> yeah. I call them bullets. And, bullets. And, and I've never had anybody. Put it, put it at in a, a gaffle. <laughs> yes. I've never had anybody at a weigh-in pull a bullet out. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Never huh. had. Never had. That's wild. Mm-hmm. I just stick them in there. It stops the bleeding, which keeps the weight up. Keeps on. the weight up. Yep. And, yeah, no and doubt. They're, and, and a lot of those terms are one in ounces. You know, like. Oh, yeah. It, it just, it, every ounce counts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, the, the one that I got that uh, comes to mind in that. Is Robbie Bishop, <laughs> and Robbie is a great fisherman. He, he's a nice guy, and he's a great fisherman. And we were fishing a tournament one time, and in the morning, he caught a really nice fish. And it was it was a tough tournament. It was yeah. tough to get a good fish. He caught a nice fish, and we ended up weighing thirty point six six pounds. Thirty point six. It did, honest to goodness. Yeah. And in the afternoon, I caught late a nice fish. It weighed thirty point six. Seven. <laughs> now the question is, 
knowing that fish will lose weight in a in a fish box. Yeah. Who caught the biggest fish, George? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I know I won the tournament. You won the tournament. <laughs> I won the tournament. And he, he was second. The, he had the big one. But I mean, he, I, yeah, he obviously had a bigger fish because oh, yeah. he had had five or six hours to lose weight. That's amazing. Yeah. Amazing. I mean, uh, but people don't think about that. You know? No. No. Well, I mean, those, those I, fish bags they've got now are, are awesome. They, they do pretty good. They do, they, yeah. Yep. Yeah, they do pretty good. No yeah. doubt about it. Don, how about inshore? What's going on there? A flounder bite's picked up. They're getting a little bigger. <laughs> yeah. Excellent, excellent. So, any, any stay, stay towards the inlet, you know. Yeah, it's the same thing down here. We're, we're starting to get better fish. I think Ricky said his his uh, grandsons caught some really nice fish up to 19 inches mm-hmm. yesterday yeah. off yeah, of his. One to, four, one to four pounds, you know. That's going to be your average, so. Mm-hmm. That's still dinner. <laughs> oh, yeah, nice oh. four-pound flounder. That's a oh. lot of fish tacos for me. Oh, yeah. Well, I, now. You know, when I go someplace and there's a lot of fishing around, I I will strike up a conversation. <laughs> okay, so I'm down at the Flagler Pier yesterday, and there's this gentleman down there, and he's talking about different fish that he likes to eat and doesn't like to eat. And number one, he likes to eat bluefish. Oh. He said, I like an oily, strong-tasting fish. Yankee. And I went. Yeah, I can tell where he's from. Yeah, went, probably so. <laughs> anyway, I said, well, you don't like white-meated fish like Whiting? How about whiting? Do you like them? He goes, well, I can take a whiting, but, yeah, they're okay. Whoa. I went, okay, how about flounder? And he goes, oh, no, I don't like <laughs> Well, okay, now let's get real on flounder. If you overcook a flounder, it tastes like a, a freshwater bass overcooked, like cotton. I yeah. mean, it, there's really no taste. Right. But uh, if you cook it properly, they taste it's good. Awesome, yeah. You know, and, and you should always try to undercook your fish because that's where you get the, the yeah. true yeah flavor of the fish you to me it. that's the greatest tasting fish out there so flounder uh, yep i love them see there you go yeah. and, and, and this guy's going no i don't like flounder <laughs> i don't like any of that kind of white meated fish yeah that's it he said i can even he said i can even eat kingfish i like kingfish too I'm, <laughs> I'm going well this guy really he's from the planet somewhere else yeah. i don't know what it is but Captain Waller caught a mazelia fish. Mazelia fish. Catch a kingfish and plant them. plant them in your garden and pull azaleas on them. Be the most beautiful azaleas ever. Had. Maybe that's why my azaleas aren't doing good. I haven't been doing that lately. I love it. I need to do that. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty good topwater bite too this week. So. Okay. What what's uh, what's been going on there? Redfish. Oh, Redfish. Redfish. Cool. Yeah. You get there early. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's over by eight. So. Oh, Has anybody caught uh, one of those tag redfish down there? No, not okay. that I know of. You got three of them down there. You better get There's busy. three of them here. I know it. Yep. Yeah, and that's worth a, a brand new truck, a brand new boat, whatever. <laughs> yeah. I mean, got a bunch of money involved with that. There that's is. awesome. That yeah. Is. Well, the guy that catches it won't be in the tournament. So <laughs> there you go. You know. <laughs> you know, wouldn't it be a hoot if the state of Florida, when you bought your license? They put you in automatically in a tournament like that, <laughs> and this—I mean, think about that. That would be cool. Yeah, that'd be awesome. That and that way you're in. When yeah. you buy your license, you're in. Yeah, I'd even pay extra fifty cents. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, that's that's not a bad thought either. You can just send it to me, Carol. <laughs> <laughs> You know, when you buy their, your license now, they give you, like, you got to go through four or five options, you know. Do you want the hard card? Do you want this? Do you want that? Do you want to donate to this? Do you want to donate to that? you got to go through all that stuff now when we run a license. 
Well, that, that's the best part about being 65. You don't have to have a yeah. license yeah, anymore. I know it. <laughs> yeah. I got one just in case. He says, no, your driver's license out of date, <laughs> son. Right. That ain't working. Oh, here. How about this hard copy? This little green one right here. <laughs> no, love it. Yeah. Love it. You know, you, you talk about that donating and stuff. When you apply for an elk tag up in the Rocky Mountains, you know, in the Rocky Mountains, there's things that will eat you. There's there's brown bears, which are grizzlies. There's black bears. There's cougars. There's wolves. Oh, my. And all those things will eat you. So they have this thing called donate, donate access. And that's so that if you get in trouble and you can get the word out that, hey, I'm in trouble. Somebody come bail me out. Help me. Yeah. Basically. That they will come. So if you donate, oh, do you wow. donate to that or do you not, George? <laughs> I mean, do they have a list that says George Strait didn't it donate? Didn't We're going to be slow going to him. You're going to get eaten, boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so I always donate five bucks to him. You know? Oh, I mean, heck yeah. I mean, guys, I want you to come get it, me. Exactly right. Exactly right. I'd, I'd be donating in a heartbeat. Yeah, without a doubt. <laughs> Don, anything else going on down there? Uh, that's about it. It sounds good. Is your water clarity good, or you got this dirty water we have? Yeah, uh, if you stay towards the inlet, you're a lot better off. Yeah, yeah, and that's and and Ricky got on me about uh, we have one patch of decent water up here, and it's in the Chum Hole, basically Talbot yeah. Island, from Nassau Sound to the North Jetty. North Jetty, there's right. one, and it's tide dependent. Uh, a flood outgoing tide, it pushes it in a little bit, and then incoming tide, it comes back a little bit. Yeah, so, yeah, it's pretty pretty dirty. Yeah, it is. It's ugly is what it is. And all the jellyfish <laughs> yeah. in, the, in the world are here right now. Oh, yeah. No doubt about it. Mm-hmm. It's wild. All right. Tell everybody where you're at, Cap. Okay. The Abbott Angler, 2101 North Ponce de Leon Boulevard. That's US-1, about a quarter mile south of the Highway 16 intersection. And there you go. Don, as awesome. always, thank you. Have a Thanks good a one, Don. Yes, Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Right, bye-bye. Guys, uh, George, what do you see coming up? Uh, I, the water clearing up a little bit. Uh, well, we need a little bit of change of weather. We got uh, the winds been out of the west and, and the southwest, and, and they uh, are calling for a little bit of northeast, bit of north but it's it. not going to be much. I know. We need uh, more than need, what is coming. You, need you know, a, it, it's sad that we're sitting there saying, "Please give us bad weather." <laughs> but it's 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 it, we need a change. We do need, and a I change. think that we get a change. The fish will really turn on. Here, I think really. I think we need to get the El Nino out of here. That's exactly right because we got too much rain. Yeah, and we I get it I, out of here like we did, Rick. Uh, well, I mean, I can't say he's probably listening right now. Probably not. Not that we would say anything bad about no, him, but you know, no. But that's okay. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Go fishing. The the kingfish are out there. We're going to have a great tournament. If you want to get in, please get in. Go to kingfishtournament.com and uh, get all the information on it. Awesome. All right, guys. Been a quick week. Quick three hours. Hope you go out and catch more fish. You've been listening to the Florida Sportsman Live on Sports Radio 930. We will see you again next week.